0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up the Ship Podcast, episode 104. Uh, It's another rev of Ask the Chief. Uh, I'm catching up with Chief Bob. Um, It's very Chief Season-centric. We talk about a few other things, but just it being that time of the year um, and being what he's involved in, we spend a lot of time talking about that stuff. In lieu of ever having a sponsor, I've basically created my own. If you want to support us, go to dgutsapparel.com. don't give up the ship apparel. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at DGuts Apparel. Uh, it's Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. I went out of my way to create some really awesome stuff that I think you'll really enjoy. And it's some stuff that I think you'll actually wear. Uh, I hate all the stuff in the Navy Exchange section. I hate a lot of the stuff I see on social media where some somebody's side hustle is creating like nauseating gear that no one actually wants, except for like crusty old retirees, which I'm about to be. So I don't know if I should uh, talk smack, but anyway, uh, go check it out. D If you want to support us, that's the best way to do it. And I would really appreciate it. Um, Just things that we think could and should be done better or not. We disagreed on a few things, even though I think we, we were like mostly agreeing, but like, disagreeing on the approach kind of thing um anyway you'll you, you'll see what i'm talking about um it's another fun one i love c- catching up with bob um there are a few there might be a few odd transitions as i edit because i was having some issues with zencaster kept dropping like either me or bob or both and we had to keep reloading it so uh if you notice some odd transitions as i try to do my best to edit that's why uh so with that uh check it out i hope you guys enjoy the episode at one point, yeah. when I had my cancer beard, you got yeah, you grow a pretty serious beard. Mine's mine takes a while to like look serious. It looks like kind of scraggly. I yeah, grows yeah. it super thick around the Wolverine chops, and then yeah, uh, but like out here and shit, like it takes a while though. Well, mine
1: is, I just have that stupid alopecia patches where
0: <laughs>
1: I get like weird bald spots with it sometimes. Yeah. And so when they're there, I just have to wait for everything to grow out so thick. So and you can like move it. Covers it. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I lost everything on each side of my Adam's apple for radiation. It just never came back. I used to have like a really serious neck beard and now I only have like this triangle right here. On my neck. I can't,
1: I can't do the neck anyways. That's what I, Yeah, I,
0: I usually would just tr- clip a little bit on my Adam's apple and let the whole neck grow out. But now this is gone. So it'd look weird. I'd have this little piece here. So I just clipped oh, all that.
1: Itches like crazy. It drives me wild. Even oh, the yeah. rest of it does, but that's when I would just keep brushing it with that, mm-hmm. like the hair, the other one, the horse you hair one. Yeah. 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 Just to like scratch it there. <laughs> mm hmm. And then I had to use, because I was scratching yep. my face all the time, I had to use like head and shoulders in the shower. Oh on my yeah. I to use make sure sh- I my know.
0: wife makes me use this like Gucci shampoo that she uses, mm-hmm. um, for my hair. Cause my scalp was dry all the time. And then I started using that on my beard and I, I think I like that better, but right now I've just been, use, I shampoo it. And then I use that like Detroit grooming company conditioner that I got. Um, which it's not bad, but I don't know. She gets like top shelf, like beauty products. And yeah, so yeah, like yeah. whatever that shampoo is, is legit. So I use that. But yeah, I, that's, I used to stand dive with one of these things in my hand. and I just be going, mm-hmm. like just trying to itch the skin underneath going like. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody
1: comes by during field day and they're like, where yeah. does all this crap
0: come from? Yeah. My face. That's where. <laughs> from underneath my wolverine chops that's where it comes from just sit there for eight hours going not the whole time so what's been going on in the dumpster fire that is bob's life Uh, (laughs) i feel like you should have like an animated cartoon on netflix (laughs) Uh, i know how to animate i'd be in
1: Today was uh, well, so today we woke up and I took my kid into the doctor's again
0: uh, Yeah, because
1: uh, she's had her fourth ear infection this year.
0: Good Lord. Um, it feels like every time your life is exploding, your kids are also sick. Or your wife and your kids, or you, your wife, and your kids. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: today, this morning, I woke up, and I could feel like the sinus drip. Yeah. And I've I've got a roll of toilet paper next to me, and it's finally, this is the first of the four that it's hit me, though. It usually starts with my oldest. Yeah. She picks something up at school or whatever, and then, of course, my youngest gets it from her, and then. I've been good about not getting it from them, but yeah, this time it finally hit me, but
0: yeah, I can hear it a little just, bit. That's dude. When I've you see my house for the handed. first time, when you get out, oh, yeah, that's what I do too. When you get out here, like you can't walk fucking six feet without a box of tissue being like, cause my cancer nose, dude, like it's every, Uh-oh. every room has a box of tissues in it. Cause I, I mow through them. I should have stock. Like it's ridiculous.
1: I just use a roll of toilet paper everywhere.
0: It's fair. It's probably cheaper um,
1: so there's that and then what else do i got going on so in one of your uh because it is the season um yeah. and i've had a couple of random people call me and ask me and and whatever and then just the people here uh oh, don't out let me for forget
0: me. some kid emailed me and wants a charge from you and me i got like okay. six charges i need to do but he asked for one from you too
1: Awesome. I mean, okay. I guess if
0: you still have, if you still have the thing, you can just log in and look too, if you want, if you want to just send it to him yourself, but either way, if
1: you, if you forward it to me, okay. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, email. It to I'll you. send it. I don't know. Whatever. I'll type it and send it back to you. But so anyways, okay. uh, tis the season for charges and yeah. all that. Right. And it's like that. It's later season now, but like a week yeah. ago when I was listening to your, your spin the yarn about, uh, The way the season goes and you're talking about kind of it's that mid-season fog
0: or whatever yeah
1: yeah like everybody's just you know you look at everything is a big uh whatever belt upside down bell curve i guess right yeah this season comes out and everybody's like yeah i'm so awesome i'm yeah. the chief right and it's like <laughs> and yeah that's cool useless
0: piece of shit like, and three like days later <laughs>
1: right right and then like you hype it for a couple of days and then like the first event after that it's like yeah. why can't you figure out how to spell your own name And yeah meet the best. Right? it's
0: like fucking they're eating your face at least they used to i don't know if they still do that but it, no but ours, ours wasn't was that bad well. at all yeah uh
1: but again every area is different with how yeah um. so all of that happens and then we're like um, you know then it's kind of all downhill from there like they're still kind of like oh okay well if i just figure out how to route this plan of the day right we'll yeah, be back yeah. on track if i right? just make a
0: really good phone card it's all gonna fall, <laughs> <and> fall together <laughs> right uh,
1: and it's, it's the <laughs> i think that that's one of my favorite stages of the season yeah. of like Oh, they just if all we have to do is get on the same team, guys. And if we yeah, just do yeah. a good training this week, then everything will be <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's like
0: <laughs> idiots.
1: You poor naive soul. Right. Um, yeah. And so I, that's my favorite part because it's kind of funny because it hasn't hit them yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah uh generally speaking right some people hate it the second the name comes out on the list etc cetera, etc cetera. but yeah generally speaking that's like because it's funny to me at that point because it hasn't that piece of it hasn't clicked yeah. and then they hit that stage where it's like who cares what we do everything is wrong We're yeah everything suck. <laughs> they're just going to yell
0: at me for an hour. I yeah, that no, doesn't matter. Do. Make a phone card on a sticky note and tell them to go fuck themselves.
1: <laughs> right. But they never will. And they yeah. and no matter how many chiefs tell them to do that, they're like, no, that's a terrible idea. I'm just going to get yelled at. uh Whatever. Right. Yeah. I'll just stay up all night putting all this time and effort into this thing that I'm going to get yelled at for. And then knowing and saying that the whole time. Right. Like yeah. it's the craziest thing to me. But, um, but that's usually when like you start most people start getting the most phone calls of like, how Ugh. do we get out of the rut, how do we get out of the suck right? Yeah, yeah and you were talking about how like you think that a lot of the season should be more structured, right? Like there should be some like yeah. almost navy wide i g type deal right? Yeah. instructor guide telling you how to do all the things or what to do week by week, whatever. And one of the dudes that I talked to, he made chief in San Diego, or he's out in San Diego now and uh on a boat and he was like dude it seems like everywhere like everybody i've talked to in all different places are all going through like the same stuff this week so he's like i don't know how y'all coordinate all this stuff and i'm and i just kind of laughed because i was like yeah. damn that's like a weird backhanded compliment because we don't coordinate yeah.
0: anything <laughs> like, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and so he was telling me this and i laughed and i was like hey man google mcpond guidance or whatever like MCPon
0: uh yeah
1: cpo guidance right you'll find a navy.mil page yeah. from the MICPON that has all the teaching of the creed modules it has his charge it has all those things right and i said that's literally what we get yeah you might get some different uh you know like forces and fleets might send out emails to their little mini aor of like hey i right. don't want to do this and i do want you know i don't yeah. want a caddy auction we're not going to do a caddy auction this year yeah. or whatever right but all that stuff's fine. But generally speaking, like nobody tells me that like nobody, there's no email that goes out that says like thou shalt do an egg division or no egg division or whatever. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Like all that stuff's just made up more or less. Right. And so I was laughing that it's, that it's interesting. And I said, it's funny to me when he said that, that we are all on the same page without that guidance like that, without that granular level of what, yeah. what's necessary, right? I or mean, I don't no think we plan.
0: are, but apparently, he got the perception that we are based on whatever he. Hey man, sa- I don't know. what Perception's reality. Sure. So, okay.
1: <laughs> so I said I thought that was kind of funny because of that, but then I was saying like, "Hey, what else is?" I was listening to your thing, and I I kind of disagree. I do think that it would be a lot easier if some of that stuff is planned out, right? But outside of like take away the fact that like what i do uh at my command and what uh riverine squadron would do for mm-hmm. theirs and what you know an air wing would do for theirs like everybody's gonna be totally different in what you have access to what you have time for how you can get it done talk about ships that yeah. are underway what they have access to like you it has to be tailored to your sure command. no i agree with that And so at that point, if you make it an official thing, right, then some office somewhere is going to get swamped with some stupid request to do it differently. You know, a whole bunch of exceptions. I
0: I think there's a way that you can structure it where it's like an 80% product and then those decisions that you're talking about are left to like fleets forces and down like ticom yeah. cmcs because they're the ones that know like like my yeah, ticom just, cmc is going to know what submarines can and can't do so there's going to be they'll be the ones that provide the guidance on like how a submarine does it or whatever you know what i mean
1: i got you mm-hmm. i think the other big thing too though and the reason that it always like especially the way that i explain it to everybody every year that's struggling but with, we tailor what we do and how we do it to the crowd right to the selects right so when we talk about like oh it's different every year you're driving something point you're driving something home and it's not just like hey i'm going to show you this powerpoint and i'm going to tell you that you're the chief now and you're going to be like oh okay cool got it glad i went through this training like yeah. You need them, you're changing a mindset, right? Like you want them, yeah. and you're not going to do it for 90% of people. Nobody's going to show up week two and they're going to like kick in the doors on rankings and just start fighting everybody. And the C is going to yell at them and they're going to be like, no, I'm the chief now. And right. like that almost never happens. Right. But you want them to get as close to that as you can. You want them to walk in with anchors, feeling, acting, being a chief. Right. And so that takes like a big mental shift for most people. And yeah. there's no way that you can really prescribe a mental shift, right? You can teach somebody but I don't, you can tell them those things, but to get somebody to believe something, like I mean you have to go about that in yeah. such a personalized way, kind of like you've seen you had to have I seen that. Sort before, right? Where, like, I sort of agree. I sort of agree. Some people are like, I totally get this. Like you got the some people that show up and they're like. I'm amazing. I'm God's gift. I don't know if you know this, but I'm in chief in four and a half days. And, you know, I graduated boot camp last week and I'm so awesome that I'm now chief and I can do nothing wrong. And you, those are the people that you kind of have to humble a little bit and get them to see like, okay, how did you get ranked? Number one, did you show up to your own rankings? Did you write, you know, did you write your own sailor of the year package? Did you do this stuff? And then there's and some I, people that yeah. just have no confidence that you know have the right idea and the ability. And yeah. those are the people that you you want the opposite. You're you're not trying right. to take those people down a peg. You're trying to be like, dude, you need to speak up more. You have great ideas. You're
0: on the right yeah. track.
1: What Grow I'm, I'm saying is,
0: is I don't think death by PowerPoint is the answer. And that's not what I'm, no, saying. No, what I'm saying. I didn't I take that from should. it. Right. I'm, what I'm what I'm saying, it should be structured and there should be parody there and it should be more formal. Is like they in in all of my experience uh, with the season and what has been relayed to me by a sh- a just shit ton of chiefs at this point via the podcast is like, none of that is happening like by and large, I would say like, I, I don't think I think when you run the season or when I was running the season, because I me personally was so invested in it going well and I cared so much about their, Uh, leadership development, I, I made sure that those things happened and it's not to say I did it all by myself, but I drove that type of an environment and I created that type of a a learning environment and I took it really seriously. And and I did devote just a ton of my own time after hours on the phone, whatever. Right. Right. So I, I don't think that's the norm. Um, and I think there's a ton of wasted time. And again, like a lot of that is based on my experience when I wasn't the guy running the season. Or when I was like participating with other people and observing or whatever, where it's like, I think I'll uh, just way too much of the time that should be spent doing exactly what you were just describing is spent playing games is spent laughing at them because they're in that brain fog. It's not like I've been in too many rooms where an entire chief's mess is just eating their face because they think it's funny. And it's like, this is a waste of time. Like you're wasting my time. You're wasting their time. And all they do is leave the room hating chiefs. So, like, yeah. what are we accomplishing? Absolutely nothing. Like, I, my buddy,
1: um, I don't, I don't disagree a, with you.
0: Yeah, my buddy's a CMC, and he was a, at the time he was a, a young chief uh, in the NC community when I was doing the season with those recruiters. Yeah, I was sitting in a room just, and I'm a really vocal dude during the season. Like, shocking, I know, but like, I was sitting in this training with just What's this funny as i yeah, with this look of disgust on my face and I was writing a bunch of stuff down and Jerome was a really, he's a really intelligent dude, really uh, observant. And he he kind of leaned over to me and goes, hey, what are you writing down? And I was like, oh, I'm writing down how I don't want this to happen. Like what I don't want to do, like the lessons I'm pulling from <laughs> yeah. this, this shit show that we're observing is all the things I want to make sure don't happen when I'm in the position of being the command SEL and stuff. Right. And he goes, wow. He goes, that's a really great idea. Cause he thought me and him were really similar, like mindset wise. And yeah. yeah. Um, and he, like, I let, he asked me if he could read it and I let him read it. And he goes, wow, this is really good. And like started doing it himself. And, um, and that's what I got from those sessions was just like, I'm sitting there like, this is broken. Like we're wasting time and everything we were doing was counterproductive. Like it, it and it didn't even manifest only in like the selectees, not getting it and the selectees um like i mean like that, that those groups of selectees from those gr- the the groups during that time in particular i mean they hated chiefs four weeks in like they didn't want anything to do with it they, they it was ridiculous to them and they just wanted they were like this is stupid we just want this to be over it's a waste of which, our time and which it's is like, super
1: counterproductive when a large part yeah. of the season is trying to get them to trust you and right, feel comfortable
0: but, with you what also happened and they saw it happen a, a lot of times was what they saw manifest was a bunch of uh, discord within the mess as well. Like we were in, yep. we were doing some heritage trip to DC and they had this, like he's like this sloppy fat dude that thought he was super chief. And yeah. like, he tried to f- like tell me what I was going to do and like, was just, he was one of those dudes who was trying to like talk down to me and put me in my place. And I broke my foot off. And like told like, and he was like taken aback because clearly in his little domain nobody ever challenged him. And like, dude, I don't like you're nobody to me. Like, and so like that, but they saw that kind of stuff. So that in in that way, it was negative. Um, I mean, I was defending my guys, so I don't really regret it. He was a he was a not a great human being, but it's just like they saw that happen, and it's like I just I feel like I- we spend a lot more time doing things that are counterproductive than we do doing things that are productive, which is why I think we could benefit from a system. Like I agree, but I
1: think it's the, I don't think it's the act or the event that is counterproductive. I think it's the way that it's handled and not so much in, um, because again, part of what you're trying to get them to do is to realize like if you were the chief standing around, you want somebody to look around the room and be like, this is a waste of my time. This is stupid. What are we doing? And somebody yeah. to stop something, right? So you kind of want them to have that aha moment of like, oh, I guess I do have like I the do. position now. to yeah, I do. Testicular fortitude to say, this is stupid and I'm not doing it. And when somebody says, no, you're going to, I want them to say- This is stupid. This is why I'm not doing it. I'm gone. Right, and then walk out. I want that to happen. Yeah. So when when there's things when they're like they keep routing plan of the weeks to me, right? And they're like, does this look okay? And I just immediately signed it, and then I start reading through it, and they're like, oh, is it look? And I was like, I don't know why you keep giving these to me. And he was like, what do you mean? It said we have to give you a plan. It does not go to you. I said, hey, man, when was the last time you saw any chief write a plan of the week to the rest of the chiefs about what they were doing? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I never. And I said, then why are you doing this? I yeah. sign it because you give it to me and you want me to sign it. And I'm not going to ruin your night and make you lose sleep over the fact that I said no. Right. But I don't care what it says. I'm just going to sign whatever it is so that you yeah, move but- along with life. So- and what i tell them that right by,
0: yeah what do they gain by just the exercise of doing that though like not the talking Nothing. to you part. my point is the like the subtly the
1: right my point is subtly driving the point of like when are you gonna stop doing this
0: right but when my you get point, pinned
1: my point you, when is when are you gonna when are you gonna have that that light bulb go off and go the way you, this is you a waste of it, all of our times
0: the way you handle it is different from the way a lot of other chiefs handle it because a lot of other chiefs sit there with a red pen and make their life hurt and that's what I've seen that a whole hell of a lot more than I've seen what you just described and my point is I don't think the thing that you're saying you want to accomplish is happening the way that it should because there aren't any like guiding principles or training objectives that are just etched I, in stone and it's I like gotcha. so if we don't know what, what we're supposed to be teaching them what we're doing within the boundaries of the chief season is largely irrelevant like you're yep. you're it's all just like we're all just shooting from the hip doing this yep. like passing down this tribal knowledge of this is how we've always done it, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, and, and if the people running, it's like the inmates are running the asylum because if the people running it have never been professionally developed in a way that is formal and draws on actual knowledge of how to like meet people's needs and lead groups of people and build teams and manage things and time and whatever, then it's like, well, how do you know? Like, okay. So like you've bumbled through the last 10 years, and got promoted as a result because you were the like the least uh, like (laughs) the least malfunctioning unit and now you're in that position and now you're training other people to function at this really low low level of efficiency and it's like we're better than this we can do way way better than this and that's i would just say like i'm not saying it's all bad right no no no. what
1: i would say is that even those people that are tearing something like a plan of the week apart with a red pen, right. And making somebody's life miserable. And yes, there's always going to be somebody who's just doing it. Cause they think it's funny to watch some chief select lose sleep and get stressed out about it. Right. But, and those people are miserable and they shouldn't be allowed to interact with anybody on a professional level. However, the
0: last part I don't agree with, but keep going. I would say though, that, in
1: a, a, maybe it's super rosy eyeglasses thinking, but I would think that they are still driving that same mission. They're just progressively making it more and more painful until until somebody prioritizes it lower and it falls off their plate. And then maybe they have that moment of like, hey, I wasn't yelled at for not running the plan of the week this week. Or they, this select gets super mad. and They're like, I'm tired of giving it to these guys. They just destroy it. What's the point? And they don't do it. And then nothing comes from that. Or they just kind of blow it off and they tell somebody because they have that like pseudo snap late in the season where they're like, Why would I even do this? You're just gonna yell at me. Screw you, I'm not gonna do it. And then everybody's like, Oh, okay. And then they have that moment of like, Oh, wait, that was the right answer all along. Like
0: Yeah, but like I don't it doesn't take four weeks to teach that. I could teach you that a fucking day. That's what that's what I'm I'm having an issue with. And the point is
1: telling you that you have that ability and that power is different from you realizing it and feeling it and seeing that power. And that so you need them to realize I
0: agree that that part is valuable. And I agree that you can build that into a system where we're not spinning our wheels for the majority of the time where that function is built into us accomplishing the training objectives. So like we're saying the same thing in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. What I don't
0: think is true is that I don't think that that person that is like marking up and shredding the plan of the week or, or whatever and making their life. Hurt, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're an anomaly and I don't think it's because they're miserable people. I think it, that is the status quo. Like that's what everybody sees happening all around them and they all just adapt to it because that's what they were taught when they went through and that's how we did it when I was coming up. And so like the majority of people that are running chief seasons, whether they're like the lead or they're just chiefs involved or sponsors or whatever, the majority of the people are handling it that way. And I don't, and I, I, I don't even like, you know, me, I don't even like, find the fault with them i find it with the organization for not providing yeah. the construct and development and the formal Nobody course documents and the train yeah no one told them how to do it so they're just left with this vague document from whatever mick Pond's in the seat telling them hey go train chiefs guys who ya!" and it's like okay how what do you want them to know how do you right. want us to do it like what what are the training objectives because any instructor And like, if you had your MTS, you'd know this, but any, any (laughs) instructor that is worth their salt, no, like as soon as you get told, Hey, go teach them this thing. And again, I, I like to treat it more like education, a lot less like training. But it's like there are training aspects of it. It's like anybody that gets told to go do the thing, it's like the first thing you ask for is the master course document, the IGs, I got to mark up my IGs, take notes, write in the C stories, do all the things. And again, I don't want to do death by PowerPoint. I don't want them in no. a classroom for eight hours a day. But I think there's a very important mechanism that should be in a classroom and other things that should be done in a lot of other ways where it's very targeted and there's team building activities and there's practical real life act application projects they have to do, whatever. But it, it's like, but then you get into like, can we really do this in a six week period of time? And it's like, I think that it's, it's impossible to develop what we're saying we need in six weeks. This should be like a cat. The whole thing should be a capstone event. It should be a finishing school, not like, a okay, now we're going to start teaching how to be a chief. And like there's been like really like half-hearted attempts at doing that with like CPO 365 and, and so on. But it's like not a lot of commands out there doing Sailor 360. You know what I'm saying? Not, not yeah. reliably and not in a way that is like super robust and from the best possible sources. Because like you've experienced at SEA now and, and you did it. I think you did a lot of it remotely. It's like you can accomplish a lot with those types of resources where like I got PhDs in Newport that can teach you things that, like, I might kind of know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I, I might kind of understand yeah, yeah. It, But I got, like, th- those, those caliber of human beings that can educate these people through a lot of these tools, and we're not even trying, dude. And that's what I, I just, have an issue with.
1: I think what I mean is what I see it less as, I, I, I'm not discounting, I'm not saying the educational side of it shouldn't be there at all. But what I'm saying is that I think the season the way it is now and what I'm trying to get out of it is less of a knowledge gain and it's almost less education and it's more therapy.
0: I agree Not with you. Because I, because I, I need somebody. Like, a big deal. And I agree You with need you
1: somebody to sit down with them and. They're going to break down and they're going to have this aha moment and they're going to be like, yeah. oh, that's why I'm so screwed up because right. when I was five years old and whatever, right? Yeah, and they yeah, have yeah. this moment and this light bulb goes off and they come back as a different person, not because they went through a course, but because right. they, they fully believe something differently, right? Right. Which, like they drank the Kool Aid as much as everybody out there. It's not cheap. is waiting for me to say yeah, right. But I don't like,
0: think it's a that part's bad. I think that 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 piece of the season is what I don't want to lose. Like that's where I think the value right. is. But it's and like we're not see, doing it in a way that I think we're extracting all the value we could. Is what I'm what I'm saying is like if we I, were formalizing it and doing it at like the coursework was all front loaded like. And the education stuff was all front loaded. So they know all these things not to make them a better chief, but to make them a better LPO. And so we can build on that later. Yes. And then when we get to the chief season stuff, it's like, it's a finishing school. And like, well, we so do start with the chief stuff earlier where it's, and I'm not talking about like cultural, like stickers on trucks shit. I'm mm-hmm. talking about like, like the actual thing that is like where you're standing in the CEO's office now, you know, or the state room or whatever, briefing them, um, on some serious thing or do you, you're now you're like where the buck stops for these like personnel issues and all these other things that you have to deal with. Well, like, so what's those interesting are the types to me of though, things that can be built in. And
1: when you say all this, so you're talking about, it sounds like more of that IG stuff is and like, these are the topic learning objectives, all that stuff. You're not talking that, or maybe you are, but in my head that should exist for the chiefs, prior to the season prior to the event prior to the whatever correct not so much to the selects correct okay i don't think the so, should
0: have any of it no i'm not okay. saying that at all like i'm saying the chiefs okay should have guardrails provided now. by you know yes. daddy Pond up in the ivory tower and whoever he wants to rope into the meeting yeah so they're providing us with formal concrete like thou shalt. Okay teach the following the learning objectives are the foundation of so like the mission vision guiding principles. And like, cause like the, the thing like, that frustrates me is like, should you choose to do
1: an egg division? <sighs> yeah. This like, is what the point is. This is what well, you should kinda, be trying. Yeah.
0: Kinda. Yeah. Like the, the cause that's what is lost is like we do the egg division thing. And a lot of times it turns into a complete waste of time and a, de- just a debacle because the right. important part of that is all the tasks that they're given that are tertiary to actually creating an egg division. It's like, okay, this guy's gone now and he's UA and you got to do an investigation. And this guy, just one sailor, you got to write me a, th- uh, whatever the form number is, a 1650. Right. And like 1650. T- and so like they're being taught how to do all those things yes. during that time. And like, that's the point of that evolution. So yes. it either needs to die a slow, painful death because we front load all those tasks to sailor 360 stuff or NLEX ELD stuff or whatever, or that like that's the part that can't be lost because that's the only value extracted from that event besides us getting a laugh out of some stupid little paper mache costume they made or whatever. So it's but like- I would also
1: argue in the midst of all of that frustration and chaos and all that stuff, right when they show up and it's like, all right, let me see your egg division, right? Like is everybody here and they pull out some egg division that's got like ridiculous decorations and names and they've done they've gone over the top with it right and some people like oh that's a complete waste of time whatever and i don't disagree but at least there was some fun had with that right like yeah right when they're getting together when they explain it and it's like oh this is my uh you know et3 uh leroy jenkins you know et3 jenkins who uh, every time he does maintenance, he just rushes into it and screws yeah. everything up. Right. And so like this is I have to deal with him or, and it's like, those moments are kind of funny and they yeah. help bring some levity. They help bring some like, Oh, this can be fun and educational. Right. If and like, there's okay. How do you deal with that? But anything I, I have, faith I totally in don't,
0: I don't sailor. disagree with <laughs> you
1: that, that those bad apples in that scenario should be explained like, Hey, why are you doing this? Because, Again, for a lot of people, I would say that most people, and I don't, to your point, and I don't disagree with that. Most people have never made an effort to learn why are they doing what they're doing. They're just emulating what happened to them. Um, like we tell, like every time, every day. This right, it's the season. So every day, somebody comes into our office, and it's just me and a mass chief. And they knock on the door yep. and they stand inside the doorway. <laughs> and they're like, we respect respectfully red class yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. permission to enter. Most the,
0: honorable and senior chief. and ah. we
1: immediately cut them off and we tell them to get in here. And they're like, Oh, you don't. And we're like, stop saying that stuff when you come in here. And then you give them the lesson of like, are you going to say that when you go into the chief's quarters on the yeah. 22nd? Right. Penning's yeah. on the 21st on the 22nd. When you go in there, are you going to knock on the door yeah. and ask some ridiculous thing? And they're like, no. And you're like, then why are you doing it now? And they're kind of like, uh, and, you know, you're not saying it. You want them to yeah. get that moment, right? Right. And if they don't, then you explain it to them differently the next time. And you kind of just keep explaining but it also, until that light bulb goes off.
0: But, but also, the dude
1: in our office semester, like, anybody that makes you say that nonsense for a charge or to go into their office, they're right. like, for two, they do that for two reasons. One, they were picked on during the season. And they had a right. miserable season. Okay. So and that's all they know how to do.
0: Explain to me what the value is in making him do it at all. It's
1: it's meant, I think it's meant to be fun, right? So I took that, it for my, f- like for my season, I, so it's a weird thing. I tell every dude that comes in, it's like, I'm having the most miserable time yeah. and I hate everything. And I'm like, yeah, man, make it fun. that was me. Yeah. I lost 35 fun. pounds during my yeah. season. Yeah. No, I, I hated, hated it for the everything. most part. The very end I was I, all right, but yeah. I hated I, it. There was one training, there was three things that I enjoyed the entire season. Final one was, was we did a training. <laughs> And one of our lookups was to give everybody in the chief's mess a nickname. And so we did, Uh and it was ridiculous. Yeah. And we gave the most ridiculous nicknames and we thought we were just going to get destroyed. Yeah. But we were like, whatever, man, full send, let's have at it. Yeah. And so we did. They thought it was hilarious. Everybody was dying laughing. It was actually good fun. It was literally the only time that everybody laughed about things. Yeah. And like we had fun, and it was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be, right? And then, like, right. you know, a day later, you're you back. Yeah, you're solely,
0: yeah, like the next day. Getting
1: told you are the worst human being ever again. Yeah. But so that was fun. Uh, I made it with a bunch of CBs, right? And they do in California, they do the CB Olympics, mm-hmm. and um, which is, that was fun because of like the absurdity and the amount of people that came out. And it was like an all-day like obstacle courses, team building events, um, all kinds of crazy stuff, right? That's when we did our chariot races, um, which are fairly common in different areas. Some places it's gone yeah. away, some places a thing. But we did chariot races, we did all this other stuff. So it was like a full day. I burnt up a Saturday, but it was a full day of like it was legitimately pretty fun. Right. Even though I left completely muddy and had to change. Um, and then final night was fun. And I think honestly, half of it was just being slap happy because you knew it was the end and you were so tired to start it and you knew it was going to be forever long. Right. Longest night, highest honor. And then, you you know, the bumper sticker, right. But, but but like that part was fun because it was like, hey man, sunrise is coming, whether, the, whether or not they yeah, want it. Yeah, to. And yeah. at this point, like I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to enjoy my time and, you know, laugh at the small things with me and my buddies. Right. And so I had good times for that. Literally the rest of it was 100% miserable. And it was, yeah. and I will say though, that it had nothing to do with, not nothing. I don't think it had to do with, I don't blame my mess in the slightest. Why I blame myself for all of it because all of those same things that I tell people were told to me, it just never clicked. That's my point. It did not Like
0: it's why do they have to like, we're constantly like, why are you doing that? Figure it out nerd. And then we wait four and a half weeks for some switch to flip when you can just teach them and mentor them. Like you do all the rest of the time. And then like, When you get to like final night capstone event type stuff like and and other activities like there are certain events where you can put them in the place of like going through adversity, figuring it out that you need to ask for help and build together as a team and rely on each other and all that crap. But it's like, what are they learning from routing that plan of the week or knocking on the door or like these scared kids sending me emails saying most highly honorable and exalted, whatever the like I'm still getting them, dude, I'm retired but I'm still getting these emails and it's like dispense with that crap. Like I hate it. It's stupid. There's no value in it. You're not learning anything from doing it. It's a, it's just some archaic BS that got developed sometime in the probably sixties that has just carried over from this like halfway night or whatever. crossing the line ceremony mentality that we used to have. And it's like, it doesn't add any value at all. And that's what I I don't understand is like, cause the same, the same outlook you just described, it was the same experience I had in 2011, where for the most of the majority of the season, with few exceptions, I like the only value I got out of it was when I was sitting down getting charges, which is when they finally took like dispensed with like the all the BS and sat down and really mentored me. And mm-hmm. then when we would do training and my cob would take over and he would start, he, he was like one of those dudes that you'd imagine him like sitting in the inspector gadget chair in front of the fire with all the books on the built-ins behind him, just like laying wisdom on you. And you're just sitting there like, like just taking it like, yes, like, please tell me more. Like it it was like, you'd be in a trance listening to this dude talk. Those were the two things. And then final night was fun. And then like pinning, my parents were there and my dad was like uh, over the moon, but like it's, it's, outside of that like 90 percent of the season was pointless and it's like th- every season I've observed since has been largely the same and it's just like a huge portion of it could just get erased and no value would be lost but there I is am- a ton of value in like the stuff that you were describing like the I the, don't disagree
1: with I just don't like the way we accomplish that. it yeah I don't <laughs> I, know, I don't like the
0: way that we accomplish the thing that you're describing has so much value that I agree with yes
1: I think that the uh, so just the standard naysayers, the standard response is going to be, they need better sponsors and, or I don't know, they need a better sponsor. Right. But I get it when, especially like in our area, right. There's 70 something chiefs just at our command. There's 450 plus yeah. in our area, right. Getting 450 people on the same page is near impossible anyways. Right. Right. So the second you tell those 450 that they all have power, right? Just inherently through the season and they they yeah. naturally are going to feel better and more important than somebody else and you just let them have free reign and then you preach to everybody like, go get their charge. They're going to say yeah. something stupid and we're not going to cut them off in the middle of everything, right? Not always. I, Sometimes yeah. they do definitely get cut yeah. off. However, what what I feel like though is – Those moments that I had with, um, selects with sponsors or not selects with sponsors with, or with my sponsors, with other chiefs, um, I had a retired CMC. He'd been retired less than six months. Uh, He was a civilian and he came in and he was like, we tried going, you know, going in to give training like four times and we said the wrong thing or we didn't say it exactly right. And they kept sending us out and it was this whole thing. Right. So we're standing in another room and we're all talking to each other and we're like, this is the worst thing of my life. I hate (laughs) everything about this. I am like nervous and anxious and uncomfortable and I'm not even in the room. and I haven't even started yet. (laughs) I just somehow want a time machine, not to get the pinning, but not because I just want to get pinned, but because I just want this portion to end, right? That was my feeling every day.
0: Yeah. And he um... came
1: into the room and he was like, why are you guys keep getting kicked out? Yeah, And we're like, what do you mean? And he's like, when you guys go give training any other time, six months ago, six months from now, right? Transport any direction in time, six months. Like, are you going to do that when you go in? And we're like, no. And he's like, then why are you doing it now? Just go in there and start giving training. And if they start telling you stuff, right, tell them to shut up and sit down and you'll get to their questions at the end
0: and whatever, right? But again, it's all themed the same. It's
1: like... No, I know. But so we were like, okay... And then it was like, this mini light bulb went off, like a Christmas light size light bulb went off and we're like, I yeah. don't know. all right. Yeah. And it's, he's like, dude, I'm not even, he's like, I'm a civilian, right? Like, but I was a CMC, like I'm a retired CMC. I've done this for a long time. I've seen this. Yeah. You guys are having a very bad time. It's very obvious. I'm just trying to help you out. Right. So we're like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. So we go in there. We just walk in, we go up to the front of the room. We're standing on this stage. And they're like, what are you doing? You didn't ask the permission or whatever. We're like, no, that's stupid. We're here yeah. for training. You guys are sitting here waiting on it. You're yelling at us that we're late. We're late because you're yelling at us. How about we just skip that and we just start doing the training that you want, right? Yeah. And they were like, whoa, no. And then so we were like, just started talking. And we basically just kept saying like, hold your questions till the end and cutting them yeah. off, right? And just started talking louder. And our cob finally stopped everything. And he was like... I don't know who told you that this was a good idea, but they were wrong. They <laughs> led you astray. You guys absolutely should that, not be doing this. What yeah. is wrong with you, right? And we were like, oh, oh yes, come. Yeah, okay, and then, then you right. ran away. And we walked out. Yeah. And then... So- Afterwards, though, <laughs> the difference that we had was afterwards uh, the cob oh talked to us yeah. after all this training. Right, we still got dumped on for forty-five minutes or whatever it was. People stormed out in the middle of it. They were fake appalled about somebody. Somebody yeah. said "I" instead of "we," and they lost their mind and left and whatever. Right, like right. Oh, just fake, uh, you know, absurdity. Yeah, yeah. And so after that, our Cobb was like, "Hey, man." 'Cause it ended up with like one of the dudes was just like bawling crying for some reason and he was like selects? Yeah. Uh, it was it right. was pure stress. It was just a stress yeah. breakdown. But yeah, he was like, yeah. I tried so hard and I still let everybody right. down and I don't know what to do yeah, and I'm yeah, the worst. Yeah. And so he was like, All right, hold on, like training timeout type deal. And he was like, Hey, when you guys came in and just came up to the front and started talking to us, he was like why did you leave after i called you out and we're like because you told us because you told it. us to leave right and he was leave. like, right. he so was stupid, like dude. that's the point right and he was and then he explained to the us point,
0: like, dude like no what's the point that i he, shouldn't no, have no, left he when he you explained. told me to leave he okay, fully sorry, explained the Just point is right it. like
1: it's cool that you can stand up to another chief right which is hard to do right it's easy to go counsel a third class because they're screwed up it's hard to hold your peers accountable but what you don't what you are not realizing, right, is that even the Cobb is your peer. Seven through nine. Are they? Is, though? Well, right. Sure. There's a the peer. Gonna...
0: They're the peer. And like, because that was why I never called my Cobb by his first name, because I was his peer until he wanted to chin check me. And then I'm senior chief. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah. How about I senior chief? And it's like, OK, so we're peers until we're not. So we're not. So like, no, like that part of the organization, that part of like this mess culture that like, oh, we're all brothers and sisters. It's like, yeah, kinda like, I get what you're trying to do here, but it's not true because when I come into the mess and I'm a senior chief and you're a chief and I chin check you, you better start acting like this relationship is us being in the military because there's a hierarchy. There just is. And so it's like, yes, we can have like the mature, interpretation is like i'll always be there for you but you're i'm big brother you're little brother and that's how this is gonna go you know what i mean like yeah we're still brothers but like i'm big brother you're little brother and that's there there's still a hierarchy that they like to pretend isn't real during the chief season which is ridiculous and sets you up to fail when you do come into the mess because then some boot chief tries to tell me oh well don't you just shut up and then uses my first name and then i eat their soul And it's like, okay, now you learn the lesson after the season's over that I'm big brother and you're little brother because that's the way this actually works. So it's like that whole conversation is bullshit. It's like, that's not true. Like, yeah, you you gave him half of it. Like, oh yeah, I'm your peer because I'm your brother, brother. And it's like, yeah, okay. But really you're not, you're like my dad and you're going to punch me in the face when I start acting stupid.
1: I will say though, his point was that there are still times when you're going to need to stand up to the cob oh, no. and tell them that they are wrong or not or whatever, right? You that may is. 100% get outranked by those things, and they may tell you to shut up in color and you say, okay, because rank in the military exists, right? But the point is that you don't just sit quietly and right. just take everything that that clown says, right? That's fair. Because some it's going to be terrible. And that- so his point was when he tells you that, he just, and again, it was... In this setting, there's no way that we were ever going to tell the Cobb to shut up in color. Right. Because we're but giving training. But in that right? instance,
0: when the Cobb basically comes over the top and tells them to get out, like he's not, if you created a scenario where the Cobb was doing something wrong and it was like you're baiting the selects to tell him he's doing something wrong, that's that would teach that lesson. You, The Cobb telling you, okay, no, really, get out. Like... What did he say that was wrong? The Cobb can tell anybody to get out of the Chiefs mess, and they better listen. I've kicked people out of the mess. I lit a Chief on fire. I've told a story on the podcast, and I told him to get out and go do what I just told him to do and te- and, and don't come back in here until it's done. And then, like, so, like, what? If I tell a, a Chief Select, of all people, to get out, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's completely yeah. valid, and you're going counter to like just common sense logic and the entire like programming of your military experience uh, like contrary to all the hierarchies and rank structures and UCMJ and all this other stuff so it's like that that instance that you described doesn't teach that lesson at all
1: I would totally agree if he did not if he wasn't the one to sit there and explain to us why he did what he did and tell us those types of things, right? And I will say that I did gain something from that, though, because while I agree, if two days later he told me to get out, I still would have got out, right? And it didn't work out for me on final night either. Because I, I mean, tried- I've
0: seen morons that because of stuff like that, they like we tell them to get out, and they think we're messing around, and so they won't, and then it turns into this like it escalates, and then they're getting screamed yeah. at for real, and it's like because it's it's illogical and stupid. Like it's counterproductive. If he it wanted is. to teach that lesson, he should have done it in a way that made sense. And that's what so I, many of those things I, I it drives me apes. Right? because so many of those things, like so many things happen during the chief season and then they explain they like have these stupid catch all reasons for like, oh, we're just we need to put you under stress so you can learn how to handle it and being overwhelmed and learn how to say no and learn how to do it. And it's like You don't know what you're doing and you don't know what the training objective is. And so in lieu of that, you're filling in the white space with, oh, well, we just need to put you under stress so you can learn how to deal with stress and do too many things and say no and, like, stand up to the other chiefs and all this other. And it's just like, no, no, that's not what we're doing. And that, like, and I'm not on you, like, God, I'm going to say a lot. I'm I'm, I'm, shooting on the idea that. Your cob or whoever it was, like, used that specific example to try to teach that lesson because that's not what was happening at all. And it's like, it's stupid and illogical to look at that, like, me t- coming over the top rope, and I'm the cob and I'm telling you to get out, which is just a vanilla A to B example of the military rank structure in action. And then I'm saying, oh, well, you shouldn't have because. Uh, that was me trying to teach you that you might even have to tell me when I'm wrong. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't wrong. You were exercising legitimate rank and positional authority to tell a subordinate what to do. That's like the most vanilla, like low level example of the military, like hierarchy functioning exactly as it should. So there's zero reasons they would ever have to be like, no, I'm going to stand here and talk over you. You know what I mean? Like it's stupid. And I that's, right. it drives me crazy in nuts dude like i hate it so much because it that example which i'm harping on a lot because you just used it it's like it's i'm thinking of everything you know what i mean because it's like mm-hmm. so much of the season is all just have these built-in responses of like oh it's to teach you resilience and it's to teach you how to Deal with uh, multiple tasks and time management. It's like, no, it's not. That's just the reason that you're parroting so that you get to shoot on me and get away with it. And it's fucking ridiculous and super counterproductive. I have so many curse words. This <laughs> just don't edit them. Just save your time. I mean, I could, but like I told iTunes I wouldn't curse. So I should probably change it. Eventually just, I'm going to do like, I think the goats after dark end up being like, a just change
1: it. Just change it. in iTunes and the very, <laughs> in your intro. Just say, just Hey like, man, this one's going to be
0: wild kids.
1: Adult, adult <laughs> language warning. I and footnoted then them on.
0: all. It's fine. It doesn't take that long.
1: Eh, whatever. But yeah. either
0: way, like uh, I,
1: I agree with your point though, your overarching point. Maybe I just misunderstood it, that there should be a, Somebody should, and I don't even know that it needs to be in the form of an IG type thing, right? Um, and maybe I'm too hung up on that. But my point, or like yeah, your point I, that it should be standardized, I get that. But what my point is, is I don't think it should necessarily be standardized. I think it there should just be formalized better, better training yeah. for everybody because you're just taking it. Uh, oh, hiccup, sorry. Um, Very good. You're just assuming that everybody that made it, that has the opportunity to speak up at an event yeah. or any interaction, you're assuming that they're on the right track. Right. Right. And again, the problem though is big, big picture. You have to, the Navy has to assume that they got it right because otherwise you're assa- you're immediately telling everybody that, Hey, some of these people are kind of bad apples. Uh, all these chiefs maybe you shouldn't go to any chief because I, the they, thing they is they like don't all know now i i will yeah. say though that in reality that is a stupid facade to have yeah everybody knows right like on your boat every third class knows who the strong right. chiefs are and who 100%. the chiefs are and we've talked about that yeah and you know who you can talk to and who you can't right so it's stupid to also say that in those training events to to say like hey man uh we all kind of we all know that you're kind of an idiot right yeah so you're not gonna say anything <laughs> you're gonna sit there quietly you're not
0: allowed to talk
1: <laughs> right but then yeah. what training value does that provide right right
0: right like
1: what is that guy getting but out that's... of that and then what message does that send because then you're telling everybody like hey right. man, we got goods we got bads and then we got a whole lot of filler which but is realistically whatever problem yeah that's what every not... rank is
0: though right On But i don't boat, think they're got... bad apples though it's like it's a system no. problem no, what like, I mean is on every
1: boat, say you got 15 chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. You got probably five that are crushing it. You got probably two, one or two that are struggling, that need some help. Everybody right. in between, the other, what is that, eight, nine, yeah. ten? I don't yeah. know, I'm bad with math. Uh, the other eight the people in the middle, bed, yeah. right? Somewhere in there. They're just people doing their job. They're just getting yeah. by, right?
0: And well, Would that be different if from the beginning there's a structure where they're provided leadership development and education and built from the ground up along the way. And then they arrive prepared to, and equipped to do the job. It's a system problem. Uh, I, I really I, think I even though there'll, there'll always be a middle and a bottom and a top. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be human performance. It's you're just, just shifting the of bar
1: higher is your point. Yeah.
0: Instead of that scale you just described like being like horrible, slightly less horrible and okay, I guess I'll go talk to this guy. You can scale it up to like, like pretty solid, like average, like a C plus. And then you go to like above average and then high performing. Like I can, I can turn everybody into a functioning leader that can like, that has their sailors best interest at heart and is trying to do the right thing or whatever. And a lot of times I have human beings that feel that way and just don't know how to get from feeling like they want to take care of their people and do the right thing to actually putting that into practice. Like they just don't have the tools. And it's like, I, I guess- can give you tools, dude, I could give you the tools. And that's what drives me crazy about it is like the chiefs that I would have in my mess that are the struggling ones. I would spend 90% of my time on. Cause that's how that euphemism works. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like those, those people universally like with their, I mean, like there's probably an example out there. Somebody could give of like somebody that's like this. I mean, they got like an alcohol problem and their life's on fire and they're not even engaged, but that's like a unique acute issue that we deal with other ways. But like when it's just like a, a human being that doesn't know how to lead or manage people, I can fix the fuck out of that. And that's 99% of them. So it's like the, the people that, The end user is deciding is the evil empire and they hate me and they're all out to get me and they don't care about me. They only care about themselves. What you really have is a huge group of people that just have no idea how to translate that care into into real meaningful action. They're just like you're saying, regurgitating all of the experience like they're just recycling their experience (laughs) into practice when they're in that leadership position. And that's like, I can fix that. I can I can fix that, and you can fix that, and leadership but development you, and education can fix You dude, <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> I was broken. I'm super broken. I'll send you a screenshot of my VA rating disability uh, in a few weeks
1: when it finally shows up. Hey man, I got a bunch of excuses too.
0: But <sighs> what's your excuse for not getting your MTS guy? Guy who wants to be a senior chief and a cob. Let's go. I Let's go.
1: Refuse. Aaron, you um, failed
0: him. I'm going to tag him when
1: I post this. Uh, No, I, yes, I, whatever. Um, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I think what, um, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know that, that forcing somebody to do that is going to like, say you made, chief 360 or make up some other number right Ooh. we're gonna do the chief 420 and we're all <laughs> gonna sit around and talk about uh how to run the season better right yeah. and what they should be gaining out of it right you're gonna get the same counterproductive like uh arguments about well during my season and i had this and, but and i'm this. not
0: gonna do that. this no, 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 but like I'm not gonna sit around and ask for your input. I'm gonna provide you with formal guidance saying thou shalt do the following, and then you're gonna fit your CMC, SEL, whatever fills in the
1: 20%. No, I get it, but my point is that not everybody is going to jump on board with that, just like not everybody jumps on board with anything else, right? You're still gonna have some people that are just like that's stupid. Sure. I'm not doing that. Okay. And, and it is what it is, right? And I'm not saying that to say that. What you're saying is a waste of time. I don't think that it would be bad. I think that there are a lot of people who legitimately are like, uh, it's eval time, right? So we just routed our evals up. Oh, mm-hmm. Granted, it was like two months ago, right? And the amount of them, literally every single one of them, including my own, got sure. back and we got told that they were all wrong and they're terrible evals
0: yeah and
1: everybody's like okay well i didn't just route to you a rough draft i thought it was good so tell me Mm -hmm. what's wrong with it so i can fix it right what did i do wrong and he explains some of it right and it's like oh okay nobody and literally one of the dudes literally said nobody has ever given me feedback on mine before yeah now i know thank you yeah. And then we just routed up our first class evals. It happens DMC all the He took them home over the weekend to review them. And he said that literally 100% of them were terrible. Yeah. And I said, and he texted me about that. And he's like, I don't think anybody even reviewed them. And I said, I just responded with, like, dude, you told every chief that their eval was garbage yeah so, so you expect the first ones
0: to go through the cheap filter and be good yeah. genius so what do you <laughs> expect
1: what would you expect the, the next ones to be of course they're yeah. terrible
0: of course they're trash and it's like, like maybe to hear me it's out not intentional. maybe it's, we should do some training <laughs> on eval writing
1: right oh, i said it's not it's not shit, of effort or care it's literally God. what do you want what else do you expect
0: yeah dude and like, i can if tell you like were, even at the chiefs board, like just some dumpster fire evals that made it into records. They were in OMPs, and you're just like, how? And it's like, and it's one of those, like when you get good enough at at, at looking at them, you can look at them and you can kind of know what should have been there and how much better it would have been if they would have provided the hard breakout that they could have. Like if you're an EP and there's five EPs, there could have been a hard breakout written in this block 43, but there's not, it's just like a, man they're great and then this really garbage like write-up and it's like and then you'll see bullets in the front saying like they're the department lpo and they're doing this it's big collateral duty and they have this huge senior supervisory watch call and right. like none of it's in their eval block it's just listed on the front and it's like so are they not performing in these roles i just like, kept laughing or, at
1: mine last yeah. year right i haven't seen the final of this one but last Ooh. year it said uh in the numbering, right on the back yeah. of the eval at the very bottom, you can see how many EPs, how many MPs, and how yeah. many Ps there were. And you could see that there were eight EPs, mm-hmm. right? And mine said that I was performing in the top 10 of Chiefs at Sub School or whatever, right?
0: Instead of saying you're number seven of like, or but I was an nine, EP. I guess. Yeah. And oh, I okay. said, that statement is, is this, stupid uh, to write. Yeah. I'm an EP
1: yeah. and there's only eight of them. So, so I'm, you in, know the top I'm at least eight in the top eight.
0: By, yeah, by definition. And then where <laughs> did I fall in the top eight? It yeah, just said like that I was number, the top eight. You're number so, eight of a hundred chiefs or whatever. That sounds so way let's, better. Let's pers- let's assume that I was yeah. the number eight, though,
1: right? I know I have no, I don't remember. Uh, maybe it's I don't even remember
0: if I know or not.
1: But it doesn't really matter. At least top eight because I yeah, was. Yeah. So EP.
0: let's just say you're eight. How many? What let's was? Let's just say year? I'm eight. What was right. the summary group? Uh, like 150. No, no, no. Chiefs. No. Uh, actual Chiefs. Still. We've got call 60? it 50. It's like 50? 40, whatever. Something. Eight of 50. Eight of like that's a that's a pretty good. And it's like I already know you're an EP. So by like by that definition alone, that you're a ranked EP amongst right. a large summary group. That's I mean that's game over. Like there. But the, so I was annoyed. The difference between where you were at and being like number one EP sailor of the year or in like, like your case, you're a chief. So that's not really applicable, but like being the number one guy, it's like, we're talking about the difference between an A minus and an A plus dude. Like who cares? Right. Who cares?
1: Oh yeah. No, I get that. I just laughed because I hated that the opening line and I was like, this sentence is a wasted sentence.
0: It is. It was ridiculous. Because
1: you have to assume it's that the person writing. who's reading it is smart <laughs> enough to know that I'm right. in at least the top eight because I'm an EP and there's only eight of them. So I have the, to be in the top. The problem
0: eight. is like the, the volume of crap you're reviewing in people's records. It's like, I took my time. I was, I was slower than everybody else, even though I think I was fast in general, but like yeah. I was slower than everybody else because I thought it was too important to screw up. But like I, even I was like probably missing some things here and there, but like there stuff like that, like, Performing in the top 10, like I'm that bullet is would have given me pause. And then I would that breakout or not breakout, as it were, I would have went and looked. And then I'd been like, he's an EP and there's eight EPs. Like this is, and then I would just start on the EVOL. Like exactly. But, uh, but other people, when they read that, they're going to think about like, that's a strange line. And maybe they don't go look. They're going right. to look at that. You're an EP for sure. But it's like the way that that's written is like, Anytime you leave any uncertainty, it like it clouds our ability to grade it accurately. It leaves and room that for can, interpretation. It leaves room for interpretation, which leads almost universally to discounting uh, like, something. yeah, to like erring on the side of caution. Right. Yeah. Unless you get like you get somebody like me who is I'm I'm like, I got to get to the bottom of this because this is too important. And then I'm going to figure it out that, oh, they're just an idiot and wrote a bad sentence as a not breakout instead of just writing a traditional hard breakout. And it's like well, ours is
1: we wrote hard breakouts, but apparently, and I don't know everywhere what, you know, it's not universal by any means, but I don't know if it's every year at this command. I don't know where this, the idea came from, but what was explained to me is they will only say that you're the number X of however many That's for stupid. the top five the top five EPs and the top five MPs. It's and objectively after wrong. that, there's a generic statement that if you're above RISCA, there's a generic statement. And if you're below RISCA, there's a generic statement.
0: statement. It's objectively wrong because I can tell you being the person in that room, like grading the records, you're just making it harder for me to accurately grade them, which is right. the documents own, literally the documents. Only purpose is to come right. to me at a selection board or whoever's doing it, you know, like coming to a person like me at a selection board so that I can accurately grade it. Why would you want to make that any more difficult when I'm reviewing hundreds of records a day? Like, like it's did, more I useful
1: mean, to say number 37
0: of 50. Yes, 100%. Like, so I, there's no uncertainty. I don't. It's like they're right. trying to spare feelings. It's like that document's not for you. It's for me. It's so that I can accurately grade where you fall so that I give you your little score and you show up on the scattergram where you're supposed to instead of where I accidentally graded you to because whoever your chain of command is is stupid and wrote you a bad eval based on some arbitrary policy that accomplishes nothing, by the way. Like, what do they gain? Like, what do they gain by giving you a generic not breakout that doesn't tell me anything? Like the only yeah. purpose of that document is to go to a selection board so that I can evaluate your readiness for selection for whatever the selection boards for, whether it's like officer procurement or promotion enlisted what a promotion officer or whatever. The right it's the documents only purpose. It's it's ridiculous. Awards are for the you. Evals are the for the board. Yeah. Like midterms, any other counseling, coaching leadership development, education, award citations are for you. I don't read award citations unless I have to. Like at a board, if it's in the letter to the board, I'll read it. But otherwise, I'm just like, oh, they got a bunch of NAMs. Cool. Or they got a comm as a first class. That's unique. And like the only awards I would usually go try to find is if they had like a unique award. Like there were guys that had like joint service comms with Valor devices. And I'm like, ah, let's go see what this is all about. See, I'm on a supply board. Like let's go see. And I'd go look and see. Mostly
1: being nosy and curiosity.
0: Kind of, but it's also, it's relevant to their promotion. If it's not on the eval, you know what I mean? Like there were weird ones where like so-and-so volunteered to go fill a gap at TAD at some command and deployed while they were on shore duty. And like, it just says that, that they deployed to somewhere overseas. But then I see a joint service com with a Valor device. I'm like, oh, I think you left something out. And yeah. so, like, I'm going to go read the citation. But it's like, I mean, those were pretty rare. Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. usually no, I read citations because I don't need to. I just need to know that you have those awards. All right, neat, cool. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and any award that has like really relevant um, stuff like Sailor of the Year, that's going to be written in your eval. So who cares? I don't need to read the citation unless you include it in your letter to the board, in which case I'm required to.
1: But yeah, 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 no, I get that. That was, uh, I think I already told you about it. We talked about it before, but like I had the letter from last year when I ran the season and the base CMC wrote a letter, just a quick memo yeah. saying like, hey, he did great. Yada, yeah. Yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. And so I threw it on my letter to the board. Mm-hmm. Um, It's nothing. It's a memo. It's in, you know, an official email. It would email mean something. It would,
0: because he signed it and he's the person that is... Like a, I would have had the CO sign it via the the C like from CMC via the CO and maybe well my thought this, was just know, like, like yeah it's, it was it does, not it's not meaningless
1: my, no I didn't think it was meaningless I included yeah, it in the letter sure. but it was like this was from not my CMC right some sort of outside recognition. Regardless of what it's for, right? Yeah, like whatever. It, and it was for the it's season, something. which is kind of a big thing. So Yeah. It was like, it's something, right? I'll throw it in there. It's not gonna hurt me.
0: It's a bigger um, thing than you think. Like, um But my thought was with, yeah. with the
1: board though, with I talked to him afterwards because he sat the board mm-hmm. and obviously I didn't make it, but I said, like, right. hey, how long do I include that as an as a letter to the board? And he was like until it's in your record. And I was like, dude, if I don't make it for another five years, do I just keep well, sending it? they like, hey, one I mean- day- way back yonder I, I was okay like is it is that do I still include that and he was like I mean you can but like I so hopefully it doesn't take you that long well,
0: I would say once your eval reflects that you did that work for the season you don't need to include it anymore but I don't think it's gonna was, add value of, after it's on like as long as you have it like robustly documented on an eval that you were the season chair and you developed all these chiefs and whatever like I'm gonna give you the same credit for that that I would for that letter
1: but that's my point is That's kind of, I looked at it as that's free space on my eval then. I don't need Eh, to include that in my eval. And I can submit that as a letter to the board. And that's like a free extra bullet point. Without uh, a wide number
0: limitation. I wouldn't do that just because one, because it alleviates the what if that you just described as far as like five years down the road, you're still not a senior chief, which I don't yeah, yeah, think is yeah. real, but I'm whatever. I'm
1: pretty sure
0: it's in my eval this year. I Again, yeah. I honestly don't remember. I know I, I submitted something. Yeah. I know it
1: got hacked apart. I wouldn't trade that know my bullets way changed. Either, but-
0: yeah. Just because, so like I, I'm saying that's how I would take it. Another board member might be, might there. there's probably someone out there that's going to be like, this is not an eval, so it's not officially evaluated performance, so it's nothing. And I've said that about documents before, because there's, I right. got letters to the board from a member saying, in the time between my last eval till now, I did all these great things. And I'm like, I don't care. It's not on an eval. I can't, this isn't, unless it's right. like you need to send me something signed by your reporting senior via a, a special eval, which is the whole per That's what a special eval is for. Like if I, I got a special eval done, for instance, when I was a chief and I was filling the role as SEL for like four months, my CMC said, we're doing a special eval for you to document the performance in the role as SEL, because I want the eight board to see that. But there's, and so we did. Now, and I will say though for. that
1: there's that, that's a weird scenario too, where I don't, I'm really bad historically with mm-hmm. uh, memorizing random things because my mindset is I can look it up. Yeah. And so what's the point of memorizing it? I know where to find it. But isn't there a rule on that, though, that if I give, say, you're a chief and I give you a special eval, don't I have to give all chiefs uh-uh. a special eval?
0: Uh-uh. It's unranked. It's just a one of one. That's You're, ta- you're probably thinking about if the CO turns over, they okay, everybody of. has to get a new eval. From, well, they, I don't think they have. Yeah, everybody rank. either does or doesn't. So, like, he, I don't think he has to do it. But no a lot not, of times, have to. A lot of times, CEOs do do it because they have observed that performance and they're going to, like, it logic dictates that they're going to kind of take area more or whatever, or like do it Usually more what accurately I've, than what I've heard of that, though, is play. like
1: the very small, uh, competitive groups, like senior chief, master <sighs> chief type deal. They'll do it for them, but they're not going to do it for everybody because if they do it I for mean, one first class, they have to do it for all. And then depending on the size of your command, now you're going to yeah. force an entire command to write an entire thing. And then the I problem it, is depending on the time of the year. Yeah, it depends on the right, time of the year. Yeah. You're also going to screw them because now you can't take credit for multiple not, things on the same reporting cycle. So then their next eval cycles three
0: not four yeah, months not long. Not really. That's that's you know what i that mean that part like, is a procedural thing that at the board it's all by gonna, the book i'm gonna understand i'm I'm gonna understand what happened because i'm gonna see the change in reporting senior but like i had it done when i was a chief on my uh which boat was it i think it was on uh the special boat where like yeah it was all the chiefs like the, and it was because he wanted to be the one that ranked us gave us whatever because like it happens where like a CO might decide that they have a favorite or show up and it's like, Oh shit from used to fish. Like I, they're yeah. going to, they're going to lean a little harder in that direction. Whereas it's a lot harder to change it once it's done, where it's like you have these rankings, like so-and-so already has an EP. It's a lot harder to undo that when the last reporting senior just gave him an EP. But if he does do it, it doesn't hurt you because you have a new reporting senior. Like, cause he right. can do it. And it's like it's but I have a new reporting senior, so you know what I mean? And yeah, it like yeah, gives yeah. you that get out of jail free card at the board. That's
1: still that's still you sat the board. However, I would still say that even if you did that, if somebody was like the number three EP and then the next year they have a new CO, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden they're not an E at least the number three EP, you're gonna notice that if it's
0: a huge I would, drop off. It would be weird, but if it's like you went from like the a middle of the road EP to like the top MP, think about what I don't know. Like I, your whole summary group could have changed and I have a new yeah. reporting senior, so then you just got ranked where you got ranked. Maybe the whole chief semester... I I don't know what the rest of the summary group looks like six months later or four months later. Like maybe a well, whole. You're not going to the left. board either, right? Yeah, that's so at the board. Let's I say I you're looking saying, at a
1: submarine. You're only going to look at you're you're looking at going to get one The cook chief, yeah,
0: exactly. You're not going to be able.
1: You're not going to go dig up the A gang chief, right? I can't. I don't have change. access
0: to it. Like there's, I can't. Right. So it's like if it changes like do you that, any good. if you have a new reporting senior barring like you dropping from the number one ep to the bottom p okay something's going on here and it's not explained that's that's i gotta note that but like if it's a small small dip you're still above risca blocks like whatever is still written up strongly you know what i mean like it then it's like, eh, I mean, he's got a new reporting senior, like uh, whatever. And you had a
1: new dude who checked in somewhere in there who's a rock yeah. star.
0: Yeah. Since like the new Jesus CEO checked in a week after these evals got signed out. And yeah, so yeah. like, yeah, he got knocked down. It is what it is. Like, I don't know. I, get I mean, that. it's I don't it usually won't happen because the reporting period split, too. So if Jesus checked in, it's like they haven't even been there for a full reporting period and they knocked you down like that's weird. Happens, right. though, because it happened to me. No, I hey. get that. I mean, I never I think got the, an EP, so that's different. I think the
1: biggest thing with, um, <laughs> with the, I guess, I don't know, it's hard because maybe I, my mindset of when we're talking about the season stuff and how that goes is I, you surround yourself with people you want to be around, right? Yeah. And I have the luxury of having such a large mess that- Yeah. I can avoid the people that I think are idiots, right? It (laughs) sounds terrible, right? But like you still support them. I'm still there for them, all that stuff, right? But that doesn't mean I need to hang out with them constantly. And I don't have to like swoon over every word they say. I can still roll my eyes in the back of the room. And then when I can still say, hey, man, this guy still said those things. Those are valid things. I, you know, and then behind in my head, I'm thinking like he's doing it for all the wrong reasons or he's an idiot. However, what he said wasn't illegal and if done the right way, it's not a bad thing. So like, yeah, you need to do this. Right. Right. Um, And so I get that, but I can also not spend my time with them. And so the people that I guess maybe it's just that I've had the luxury of having such a large pool of people to pick out of a group that I tend to follow and spend my time with and listen to and blah, blah, blah. All the people that like, I think doesn't mean that I'm on the right track either, but the people that I think are the right people. So the people that do all the dumb things of like, you know, I'm going to yell at you and destroy your plan of the week and make you write, you know, route rev five on Thursday afternoon. Like, I don't care. Not that I don't care about those people, but you know what I mean. Like I don't yeah. care about that because I don't listen to them. They don't affect my day. Yeah. They don't listen. I like the downside though that I see to that that I definitely recognize is that they still matter to somebody. They're still in right. charge of somebody, right. and that's so what, yeah. somebody is getting affected by that. And that's where you could argue like, "Hey, that's on me for not talking." Yeah, to and that's, and, "Hey, the, man, you're an idiot." That's why are you doing that? That's, that's the
0: that's the argument is like how far do you want to extend yourself outside of your little bubble to try to like influence people like that into doing it the right way? Because he's directly affecting the development of and quality of life of that select in that moment, at least if not all the selects and their division and everything else. So it's like, I could tell you like when I went back to the boat as a senior chief, I told myself going in, like I'm going to be a leader in this mess. I'm not just going to be a guy in the mess. Right. And it, that's why it's like that kind of stuff. It was more important to me that I get involved and, and try to fix a lot of that stuff. And just at happenstance, I walked in as the most senior guy, not named Cobb. So it was like, I got to like, by default, I'm like a Cobb. So like it, I was immediately in the position to like do exactly what I was trying to do. And so in those situations I would do that. And like, it changes like for you going back as a chief, it's like, it's a little different. You've been a chief for a while though. And hopefully you make senior chief while you're there, but it's like, it's different, but not if something. I, don't, can, I give up. Well, <laughs> it's different, but it's not something to you you start can't. a t-shirt line. <laughs> yeah. Mine's terrible by the way. Uh, some people buy it sometimes, but it's, it's not picking up the steam that I, am. I <laughs> I'm haven't gonna retire, I'm going to make nub yeah. style instead of. I'll put style. You, yeah. I'll put you in charge of D gets apparel and maybe it'll work. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> ceo bob um but yeah it's like you can still do it it's just it's like harder to do it you gotta be a little more diplomatic when you don't have a star it's just like part of the reality of it but you can still do it and so like how much like how much do you want to get outside of the bubble of of like your primary duty in your division and or department to try to like affect that kind of change and it's like you can can definitely you can make a big difference for sure but it's like there's also messed up with my
1: mindset is that going into this tour, Mm -hmm. um, I feel super guilty at times because my root mindset is still, this is a stepping stone. I'm here to qualify what I need to so that I can put on a star so that I can finish my cop card and then I can go do what I really want to do. Yeah. And I can move on. Right. But I feel guilty because that, Discounts my division that still, yeah, you know, deserves a good chief, and I don't think I would be a. I don't feel like I'm going to be yeah, a bad chief for them at all. Capable of being a bad one, but what, but what I do realize though is that I have zero, and some of it you could argue is a product of the rating split, merger, split, merger, split, <laughs> whatever nonsense, right? Like I have zero, uh, rating. Not necessarily pride, but, like, I yeah. also split, like, I was a traditional radio man, and now I'm going EW slash LAN. And then I'm going, I know a bunch about EW, yeah, but I'm going to a different platform than everything right. that I know. And I'm going to a platform that doesn't necessarily lean on ew the way like the emphasis isn't placed on our platform they don't right. care about our EW. all they care right?
0: about is continuous
1: comms bud. right <laughs> and so i realized like i'm kind of this weird like extra dude who's just yeah. doing some collateral duties that other people didn't want to do and that's my job right yeah but and so which doesn't help me not having a bunch of like I'm um, the most important rate on the boat and we w- couldn't get underway without me and whatever. Yeah, right? Like yeah. that every rate says the same thing. Right. And it's, you know, yes, it's true. And also it's not true. And it is what it is. But yeah. my point is like, I don't, I don't have this like hardcore. My rate is the best and I love it. Yeah. And like, I don't, a, I don't know enough about it and what it is in the fleet. Cause I have just haven't been in the normal fleet in right. so long. But I know on paper what it should be. I've been yeah. around that enough, but that's not reality. But what um, what we'll get like the part that makes me feel a little bit okay about it is that I know regardless of the rate, like, A, I'm smart enough that I can pick up what I need to pick up to be a good chief, right? Yeah. And the emphasis on like what kills me is like chiefs are not the button pushers. And it, it killed me when I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, we're not the button pushers, and I have never asked a person senior to me rate specific things. Like yeah. when it came to being like a land guy, I never mm. was like, I got to go find a senior chief. Yeah, got to find chief, a second right? class. <laughs> Minus like one dude that that me, you and I know who's just mm. a genius. He's an anomaly, and that yeah. has nothing to do with the, the. And even he is hasn't been in the normal navy in forever. Yeah, but outside of that, like uh yeah you're gonna go find the second class the first class and you're gonna ask them what are you doing and how does this work and they're gonna tell you and then i can give them the why i just don't know how or what they're doing right yeah but i know the why and that's the, the weird piece of it where it's backwards but um i don't feel like i will ever fail my division what kills me is i don't i'm not going to show up like yo. we're the apex predators yeah. we are the reason this boat exists i don't <laughs> know if you know this but uh basically everybody <laughs> should be thanking us every day for the fact that they have a job and yeah you know because like that's how a lot of people have the mindset and i don't think right. it's a bad thing to give your division that mindset yeah but what um what i don't want to do is let my personal goals get in the way of taking care of them and i I think and again that, i i don't think that yeah. it will your anxiety
0: I'm, about it is like i it's in your head because that's all you have right now but as soon as you're on the boat and you form like emotional attachments to the people that are there like this is not a it's like not a thing you need to be worried about you know what i mean like, no once you're in it it's like this is gonna melt away because you're gonna feel like uh, like a form of attachment to these people like so it's like it's not it's because you I've don't never, have it right now and you're just, you have that anxiety about it because it's no, just I, like I, a, a, a. You're right. Like an and idea I've never, in your
1: head. You know what I mean? I've never had that, like, you know, since I left my first boat, I've been put into a million different divisions of a million different people
0: yeah.
1: of weird backgrounds and you take care of them all just the same. Yeah. And you look out for them just the same. And it has nothing to do with whether they're the same rate as me or whatever i just mean that i think it's funny that like i might be one of the only chiefs that that's in that mess that does not care about the rate and like not just going full dig it but we keep explaining like yo you're a chief first right you're not like a sonar tech you are a chief first and then you're a sonar tech and like i don't have that like that conflict doesn't exist in me because I haven't had that rate identity in so long that like I show up and it's like, I told somebody else, I was like, I, cause they were like, Oh, you're going to go after the merger. You're going to be the land guy. and (laughs) What nightmare is that going to be? And like, Oh my God. And what? And I was like, dude, I literally don't care. You could send me to go be the sonar chief. I know nothing about it. I have hearing aids. I don't know anything (laughs) about sonar. I can't hear anything, but I guarantee you that I would dominate, on the waterfront as is so (laughs) much because there's a book that tells me what I need to learn. I could learn it. I could, but the point isn't like, I'm not sitting at the stack and pushing the buttons. I need to make sure they know how to do that. Right. And I can, and I know that, and I know how to do that and I can make sure that that happens. And, and that part's fine. It's just that laughing of like, I show up and it's like, man, I don't, there's kind of a Navy wide spotlight, at least in the sub fleet on the ITSs. Mm-hmm. because there's like the merger and then the split and then they're talking about doing it again and something weird and so they're just even if it's just for data collection uh, right they just, just want to know what you're doing
0: alone man why what why can't Radioman just be radio <laughs> so stupid I, trust me i i'm not yeah. even a
1: Radioman anymore and that's all i want
0: because like you but, could even split things up smaller where it's like you'd have like radio you could invent like if we if we like Brought on new capability, you could like invent another tertiary rate, and then maybe like at like there's like aviation guys, how the like, like they go up and then they just become ITSs One once they get uh, yeah, like nine. well, yeah, like it's like AZs or something. I think that's no, like, no, it's uh, what it's is the it?
1: mechanic rates, yeah, they like they become something at else nine. at the
0: top, yeah, and so I'm just like, why, but like at some level, you guys that- could all just like. We've talked about this before, though.
1: Have we? The difference is that we don't exist as SMEs at the nine level.
0: True. Um, Yeah, because submarines. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But uh, I I know. But uh, regardless, I don't. um, In a way, it's like it makes me nervous that I'm not going to know my job. But yeah, on the greater whole of like legitimately I'm showing up to fill a chief billet to be a chief like mm-hmm. that, I don't but have also, any concerns about and yeah. it's not because it's not Between, because I feel like I'm some yeah. outstanding like I'm the most dominant chief in the Navy, blah, 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 yeah. like because arguably if I were, I'd be a senior chief by now. But the point is like, I feel like I've talked to enough from different points of view from different mm-hmm. communities, different commands within and without my command um i feel like i'm at least on the right track to where yeah
0: i i fine. don't
1: i'm not worried about it right yeah i'm like sure i'm gonna get some stuff wrong and i don't, yeah, really, worst not case that scenario, I don't care about that you're right? gonna
0: have like one rough underway if you go underway immediately but like if you yeah, show whatever. up like i did right at the beginning of a pdtp you're gonna have three months to be in books and to go to trainer's So it's like, you're going to be pretty up on a lot of it. And then I'm worried worried about that. Yeah. After the deployment's over, like you'll be, it'll be nothing. You'll be fine. It's just that
1: weirdness of like, yeah, it will be weird. (laughs) I'd be totally honest of telling everybody like, yo, I'm just here because I need to be to get to the next step. Yeah. However, while I'm here, you're mine and I will fucking go to war with you or for you or whatever. Right. Like, and that's, you know, and then you make those dudes war fighters so that we can go kill the bad guys and break their things. But
0: it's, it's just not what the, we do here, dude, we punch holes yeah. in the ocean at five knots or less, just in case. Which well, I mean, you know, our mission's becoming a lot more relevant according to talking right. heads on the news nowadays, but yeah, who knows. <laughs> but but yeah, like it's
1: it's I'm it's sort of weird just because I'm not showing up like yo, I'm the I don't have that mindset of like I'm the best FT yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. And I'm gonna go dominate strike
0: on this boat. Be weird. I don't know anything about that. Well, FTs don't do strike on this boat anyway, bro. You're not a missile tech. Calm down. (laughs) All FTs do is track contacts, which we barely see, so you're all right. But like (laughs) on a but as my rate
1: it's showing up and it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. My job is to make sure that everybody can check their email.
0: And maintain continuous communications. That's all you need to do. That's somebody else's problem. That's your job. (laughs) Nope. Well, you're the land guy, so I don't exactly. know Exactly it is your job. Yeah,
1: nah, you got yeah. emails. You yeah. got an email account. Can you log important. in? Important. That's important. We're good.
0: Also. No, I know. Lot, but way it's less just important than I, continuous comms. <laughs> I keep thinking yeah. radio in my head, so I'm like, yeah, you got to. I know. That's just what I've been for continuous comms. Everything else you, is a joke. Like you just a majority of my career. Yeah. That's what it's been. But yeah. uh not now.
1: Yeah. Um. Because I thought it would be a good idea to do something that i don't know what i'm doing i'm good at i
0: that. just i don't understand how anybody at the higher levels thought it was a good idea to allow like somebody like you to go into being like go into effectively a different rate at the chief at level the time it totally like, oh, makes sense fine. to me really
1: uh i'd been to a c school as a second class for comms but uh more recent than that, I got my security plus. I was the LAN admin at least twice. Oh, okay. Um, and I did not work with military comms So at the time. So you do so, know land things. What are you talking about? You'll be fine. Yeah, on paper. <laughs> it's like saying like,
0: oh, well, you went to the 3MC yeah. school eight years ago. Yeah, you're well, the most ex- expert 3MC <laughs> ever, right? You went to the school. Hey, you're the one that said you just got a certificate. I don't know. I did. And I paid go. my
1: 150 bucks every three <laughs> years and I renew it when I have to. Shit, oh, that just reminds me. It's due you this gotta month. You got to
0: do it. There you go. I am here. I'm here for, uh, thanks. I appreciate I lo- that. I love to serve you. Yeah. Um,
1: things. yeah, no, I just, I just feel bad because like my mindset going there is very much of like, I'm already looking at the next step and this is just, yeah, and, and so I don't know, again, I guess that that goes back to me surrounding myself with different people of like, um, that's the kind of mindset of people that I've surrounded myself with that I follow. Yeah. And there's so many people that I talk to that are like, they have their, you know, they're just now making chief, like the people that are in the season. Hmm. We talked about the cop stuff and they're like, whoa, oh, I'm, I'm so far away from that. Yeah, I'm not, not even really. worried about it. <laughs> And it's yeah. like, I'm just going to go dominate radio. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do after? What are you going right. to do three years from now then? Right. Right. Like you're just going to dominate radio for the next decade. Mm-hmm. That sounds repetitive and boring and terrible. Yeah. I feel like if you're that good, you should be already looking at the next step. Like I'm not saying don't dominate radio. Yeah. But I'm saying in the long term, right? You got to do this stuff to set
0: yourself up and- I don't know. It's just a weird I think step. One is, weird d- is dominate radio or whatever your, yeah, your yeah, shop yeah. is. But then, yeah, I mean, you do that for a year and then once you have that licked, it's like, all right, now I need to start looking ahead. I think like, like you can be making like chalkboard plans, but I wouldn't go beyond that as a brand new boot. Like you got to figure out how to be a chief and dominate your, your shop and yeah. like make sure that all that is humming. And then after a year of doing that and like go through the season as a chief on the other side of it, then I think like, you know, pinning happens, you walk out of ceremony. Now we're making plans. You know what I mean? Now I'm going to start aiming for the next milestone. But like, I definitely, I think it's a mistake to start aiming for that outside of just like sketching out a plan when you're a brand new boot chief no, for I sure.
1: I, I just, I had that feeling Because of the way the submarine fleet works, granted, I've been a chief for almost five years now, um, or I guess five years close to anyways, um, it's the same thing where like, I'm going to my first boat. Finally.
0: I'm so old. Four years. I'm so old. Anyways,
1: I don't know. I've been up for senior twice. So however that math works out,
0: I can't go up though. Right. I can stop. Yeah. Calm down. grandpa.
1: I can stop counting because
0: I'm retired. So it's not. Well, like, I know, and it's super funny because I can't wait for, for eighty
1: four years. I can't <laughs> I can't wait for the rest of the world to see how disappointing your face is. <laughs> what do you mean? Disappointing like, how this this eight year old has been running this podcast for this long?
0: <laughs> Yeah, they're going to expect me to look like the Targaryen king or whatever with his, like, he's falling so, apart and he's barely got hairs. Dude, like, yeah. I, so I think I'm... This I'm, guy's old enough to retire? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Did he so join I... the Navy on a fake ID at 12? <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> so, I age gracefully. It's not my fault. I mean, at least visually. Anyway, my body's falling apart in real life, but um, I think I'm going to wait, like, the uh, Damo uh, messaged me and wants me to come on the Uh, permission to speak freely thing so i think i'm gonna wait i'm just gonna do my face for the first time on that podcast because they put all their stuff out on youtube um i feel like you gotta uh, you gotta break your own ice do i i don't know i I thought it'd be fun to do it on theirs and then uh, maybe i'll post uh, something like a solo one because i ordered a camera i was trying to use this uh it's like a canon g7x it's like you can use it for vlogging and stuff, but it's like I was trying yeah, to basically yeah. use it as a webcam because it's a really nice camera, yeah. but I can't figure out how to make it work. So I ordered this 4K, like, um, forget the brand, some like you, you'd recognize the name. Um, so once I get that, I'm going to hook it up and I, then I'll, maybe I'll just do like a D guts unmasked. I'll do like a spin well, the yarn style solo one. So where I've I just talked to somebody else is. about it, right? And yeah. we haven't even gotten there
1: yet, but okay. I have
0: to go pee. But so do I, <laughs> I, I did
1: Pausing. the first week. So, so we had this guy, he was, uh, he showed up to, when I got to sub school, he was a second class in comms, a school. Mm-hmm. Then we did the rate split, all this other shit. He ended up becoming the LPO, mm-hmm. even as a second class. Then he made first immediately after that. And then he just made first. Mm-hmm. And so he's the one that's having a hard time. Cause he just showed up to a boat in San Diego And he's like, dude, this boat just got off a seven month deployment. Yeah. You know, the crew's super tight. They all know each other. He's the odd man out. He's been there like less than a month or something when he found out he made chief. Jeez. And so he's like, I don't know anybody. And it just it's a super awkward place to be in for the season, just as a person, et cetera, et cetera. And so he's been having some struggles and he, he's called me up a few times. I keep telling him to call me whenever he has problems, right? And I'll talk him through anything because I said, I don't care. I know zero people in your mess and they probably don't know me at all. And I don't really care who or how important they think they are. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you anything and everything you want to know, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie to you about anything <laughs> because again, I fall under the psychology mindset of I can tell you that I can give you the keys to the kingdom, but it's not going to do anything unless you believe yeah. it because they're going to know if you believe it or not. And that's what matters. Right. Um. And I'm pretty sure I've told him all those same things actually. Mm-hmm. But, um, but regardless, he's called me up a few times. And so in our office, we joked the three chiefs that we had in our office for a long time, we had one dude who was like hardcore. I'm going to yell at you for everything. Yeah we had a dude who was like the kind of guy who would be like DUI, like who hasn't had a (laughs) DUI? it's no man like you'll be all right it's no it's it's cool we don't need to document it you know like it's just a little interaction with the police you know (laughs) well let's just go get a beer at nine you know like and i had that guy um and then i was kind of this middle ground right between like the the soup's too hot and the soup's too cold. I was like, the soup's just right. (laughs) And it had nothing to do with me getting it right. I could just see the extremes in the room that I was in. And just very often behind closed doors, I had to play the middleman, being like, hey, man, while I understand your point, (laughs) and this guy is a scumbag who leaves by 930 most days, this other guy, you know, you is are like hardcore militant mm. about stuff that's like a little much sometimes yeah. and so you know there's a middle ground in there and so i just kind of had to play that bridge between the two of them pretty often yeah. um but so his point was like the guy who was pretty hardcore was his chief for a lot of it and one of the things he would made a point of was he didn't say that he was bad by any means but we were talking and his name came up and he was kind of like yeah he like basically saying he was kind of a dick. He was just always writing him. He was always hardcore about things. Nothing was ever good enough, blah, blah, blah. And I said, like, hey, man, I don't know exactly where you were when you left, but, like, what was your last ranked eval? You know, it was, like, it was an EP. It's, like, where was it ranked at? And he was, like, a top three, I think, right? Yeah. And it couldn't have been maybe his second
0: first-class eval,
1: you know? like." barely you
0: got that eval because that guy was that guy (laughs) like and and, i I mean he did the work too but i'm just saying like you got to that high of an ep because that guy's that guy
1: well that's what i explained to him
0: right and i was talking to him on the phone and i was like hey i know your perception of him. the
1: entire mess had the same perception that this guy is the most psychotic (laughs) hardcore alpha about things right and like we all make fun of it but i said when you came in and you said, like, hey, man, how do I stand out here? He told you, like, three things that you're not doing. He was like, go get out of radio, right? He's like, go find a collateral duty that's command-wide. Mm-hmm. Then go join the FCPOA yep. and pick up Takeover. a <laughs> title yep. within that, right? Don't just show up. Yep. Get a title for that. And then go to college. Mm-hmm. He's like, go to college, start working on college. I don't care if you do one class a day. It's not that hard. Yeah. You start explaining what we did. Right. He's the one that pushed me to start going to college. That got me back into it. And he's like, go do those things. And they were like, okay, whatever. Then he came back and he's like, Oh, I missed the deadline for this quarter of college because of whatever, just the timing of when they applied and TA and all that. Right. So he's like, I have to wait. And he was like, Oh, you know, he made it sound like this dude was like him and his buddy were like the biggest scumbags (laughs) ever for waiting. Right. And they all were kind of like, yo, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. It was like their mindset but I said, where did the two of you rank?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. and he
1: started thinking about it and he was like, Oh yeah, we were like number three and number four. And I was like, who do you think did that? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think that you just like your names came up on a board and the entire mess looked around and we're like, Oh yeah, no, for sure. Guy. We clearly know where he's number three. We can
0: rank my guy lower cause that guy's Jesus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like you, like
0: Mo- who do you think? And I was like, yeah.
1: You think that that guy was just a bully with you Yeah, no. <laughs> like that yeah. was his personality. And I was like, don't get me wrong. I understand how his personality right. rubbed people the wrong way. But when he would tell all the students every Friday, he would tell them all like, yo, you are the apex predators. You are the dominant ones on the boat, blah, blah, blah. Like he would say That's all this not stuff. True, but okay. Whatever. <laughs> but like he sounded like an animal with everything, right? Yeah. Like, His bar was so impossibly high and you you have to do everything. And, but I was like, but think about it. Like that dude did nothing but defend you on every Hill. He made sure that you were ranked where you were. Right. That there's a reason that you're chief right now that you chief as early as you did. Um, there's a reason all of these things happen. he's like, it wasn't just because you guys were like, the best. Yes. Yeah. You guys did some, you did yeah. what he told you to, you didn't blow them off. <laughs> you know, there's other examples that we have of people who have, but I said, why do you think you passed these dudes up? Like you checked in and you had a first class in your office who was like already board eligible. Mm-hmm. You made first and then made chief and he's still a first yeah. class and he did not make it this year. Right. Like, why do you think that yeah. is? Yes, part of that is because you did what he said. Right. But, like, there's a huge piece of that. Those
0: people... Him in that room. Fought yeah. for yeah. you,
1: you know? And that's a huge thing that I was trying to explain to him. And he was just kind of like, man.
0: Never like, thought about really it that really way. <laughs> thought about it that way, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And yeah. he was like, dang, like, he's like, I, I want to reach out to that guy. And I was like, yeah, you probably you should. should. You know, like, he would be stoked to hear oh, that. Yeah. That
0: you... That's and why said, he does also- it That's why he does it is like, cause it's, and that's, what's always interesting to me is like people think about like, and you could say, well, you got a paycheck and all that crap, but like, yeah, whatever. I could get a paycheck for doing anything. Like the, the thing that drives a person to do those things. Cause like there, there mm-hmm. are plenty of people that think that, uh, that's the way that it goes, right? Like that we go into a room and just the cream rises to the top. Right. And it's like, that's, it's like, no. it'll, it takes you so far that you, cause like a lot of other people have checked some, a lot of the same or similar boxes by doing the things that that guy was telling a sailor to do. But then in that room, it's like some of it's selling, some of it's arguing and some of it can, can turn into like bullying a little bit, but like, clout matters. I wish it didn't. I wish 100%. I wish it was an algorithm, but it's not. And so like no, that I... guy doing that, it's like the only reason he does it the way that he does it. And you, like, there's ego that plays in. There's a lot of, a lot of like, little tertiary things, but at the end of the day, like yeah, you yeah. end up being me, you end up in a chair in your office with a beard waiting for that phone call. And it's like, I did it because I cared about those people. I love them and I want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I want them to promote. And nothing is going to make me happier than getting that phone call of them saying, like, thank you for doing. I didn't understand the time, but now I get it. Like, thank you for doing what you did in that room. Thank you for being the guy that was always there for me, always protected me, always advocated for me, pushed me to do all those things I didn't want to do, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's why we do it. And it's like, I think it's funny because
1: he he is not that guy. Naturally, he is the guy like. And I keep what the last couple of times I've talked to him, I've tried to explain, like, hey, man, you, uh, it's gonna sound terrible, but it's like <laughs> you present as the doormat.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm the pushover. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you don't care. It doesn't mean that you suck, but you're the pushover. Right. In an argument. Right. And I, I was just telling him, like, dude, just channel your inner. that that guy guy, yeah (laughs) the guy that you know is just gonna like yeah argue with everybody to the death about the dumbest things just to make a point that their dude is better right i was like just be that it can be a learned skill yeah
0: it's i i yeah and i said
1: like just fake that if you have to i said just just pretend it's an act that's what i did just be that guy and i said now you might lose and there's times that you have to recognize other people right because we talk about like all sailors are your sailors blah 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 right sure but But, which isn't wrong, but very rarely have I heard of somebody where everybody's looking around the room and we're like, like, for example, before we went to E6 rankings, me and my DMC looked around and we're like, all right, we know what we have, right? I know what cards I'm holding Mm -hmm. and I know how I can sell them and how awesome they are. What's our competition, right? Like, who's our competition for the number one EP, right? And you start going through all the other departments of who they, yep. who we think it's gonna be. And then when he shows up to the rankings and they don't fight for that dude to be the number one, it's a weird mix of like, yeah. part of you looks around as like, hey, I'll take the W. Ooh. But also part of you's looking around and then I, like, you know, by like the yeah. number three EP, you're like, hey, man, why have you not brought this guy it up? De- yet? Yeah,
0: it depends this, on dude, what's I thought going this guy on. was a stud. It's like we had a kid that, um, as a second class we were doing and second now, class rankings and as a second class he was qualified dive. I'm like we're not he's number 1. We're not. There's no discussion at all. And so it's like to I'm not the guy that's going to go in there and argue for my guy to be number 1 and here's why like no, no, cuz no, that's no, insanity no. but like I, there cuz there were times I had an LPO that people would he was the guy that we would go in and I wouldn't have to say much. Like the chiefs messed loved this kid. He took care of them yeah. constantly. So, like, he would get ranked high without me having to say much. But, like. You'd be
1: like, yo, Smith. uh, That's the guy, right? (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, (laughs) But there were other people that there were times where I'd be like, eh, not yet. You know, like, they would bring up his name and I'd be like, nope, not yet. And they're like, right. And, like, not a lot of people did that. And and to me, it's kind of criminal because I would see. Certain people get ranked in spots that they clearly shouldn't have been, just because so and so did a good job of selling them. And I'm like, I wish it was an algorithm for that reason, because I can't control what they do. I can only control my inputs. And so it's like,
1: but then it becomes, how much of a a naysayer are you if you're just right. gonna sit there? Then what's the percent? What's the image presented when you just turn around and do nothing but all over there first? Right, class but that's and you're like that I don't dude do that. Sucks. I
0: don't do that either, because I'm not i no. I'm not a big fan of there being that kind of a dialogue at a uh, a ranking board it's like i'm gonna talk about my guy and you're gonna vote yeah the end like we're not tit for tatting like that's ridiculous right so, like right. but i, I have you. a problem with um people that advocate for their guy just because it's their guy or girl whatever but like it's there are people that go into ranking boards just trying to get their person ranked as high as possible no matter what and it's like that. I have yep. a problem with that. It's like that's not what you should be doing. You should be fighting for the ranking they deserve, not whatever. No, you but can you get can them tell depending on the environment. Yeah, you know, like
1: so. I will say too, and again, maybe it's just us, it's different. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, maybe I just surround myself with the right people. I don't know. However, um, before the first class rankings, um, hell before the chief rankings it was the same thing he brought in all the senior chiefs in the department and said hey where do you think our guys fall out Mm -hmm. rack and stack our department right we did the same thing with first classes we said rack and stack our department okay cool rack and stack all of them and what we think and then separately it was who should be an ep yeah right? Because there's a difference. Like I get this guy right. outperformed this guy, but does that mean that he, they're all, also we can't EP, just say that yeah. they're all EPs yeah. or all whatever, right? Where do you think they should be? And then that kind of triggers in your head when you're going through the rankings and like, all right, who's the number one? And you, you kind of know honestly, yeah. like Yo, it's not my guy. Right. So you're not really going to say anything. I would hope. But not. then when it comes to like, all right, we have the number four out of eight EP. Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? Right. Who's the next one? That's when you start speaking up and barking loudly because you're like, hey, my dude may not be the number one, but he deserves it. Yeah. A mid really yeah, EP or whatever. whatever. Right. And you go through that. But, and I, from my judgment of the people of the limited experience that I've had, Granted, it's different departments, but it's all still the same command, right? So yeah. I can't really pretend like I have all this vast knowledge. But I will say that that's pretty universal That from what I've seen mm-hmm. is where does your department or your division rank? And then within that, which should be EPs, which should be MPs? And then that tells whoever shows up to that ranking board, right? Whether it's the first classes that show up to the second class rankings or vice versa or you know seeing chiefs to the chiefs or whatever you kind of know and i will say too that like people we've said it a bunch of times actually that like people aren't dumb you yeah. know ballpark where you stand right you might be like oh, i thought it was the number three and i'm actually the number five or vice versa right uh, ep mp yeah. whatever but you haven't, you've got to have an idea or you're just completely delusional with what you're doing. And that just tells me that your chief isn't giving you good day-to-day, weekly, monthly, midterm feedback, however you want to right. dictate the the periodicity. Somebody isn't telling you with true honesty where you're at right, and what you need to do. And that just also tells me that that person is not Aware of command-wide what's going on. True honesty, how as other people are going to false
0: honesty. It. Well, <laughs> I'm just. It could be like, dude, you're crushing you. it. It's funny the English was. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're
1: crushing it as the work center suit. Yeah. You're the most dominant dude, right? But if that's all you tell them, it's gonna be like, hey, but also you need to go qualify these eight things and whatever the case. Um, and I'm, and that was always the joke when we were talking about chief rankings. Yeah. I was like, oh, do I got to leave the office? Yeah, then? yeah. And he'd be like, dude, you know where you fell out? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, and Call he was a mystery. like, listen, man.
0: <laughs>
1: but, it was, but it was like, all right, man, like you're an idiot, but also uh, you know why you're not the number one, but also you know why you're better than everybody else. Yeah. And some of that, there's a bunch of also like just gamesmanship that goes into yeah. that. Um, by like hey that's this guy's last eval here Ooh. that's whatever it's their first eval here so they have room for progression there is some gamesmanship like it don't like it whatever it is what it is right yeah. it exists w- for better or worse like you have to play the system that you have yeah we can all agree that the system is wrong right yeah. whatever but you have to play what you have and so based on that you can kind of play like hey yeah this dude's crushing it but he's only been here nine months and yeah. he's got another two years to dominate. We can give him a middle of the road MP and he has a million years worth of evals to improve or to show progression. Um, <laughs> it's my dog. Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you were looking the other way. Yeah. The doors, the other side. Why? Well, yeah, I can um, hear him like whining, and I'm trying to get him to. Shut so, up. so here's a part that I thought was fun, right? So, I did the first week of Heritage Week at the Constitution, yeah, week, and I was super stoked because, like, a um, I knew Joe through you, mm. not well by any right. means, I'd only met him once, but has number new of them. And it was kind of a last minute thing that I got plugged into it. I was, that was a whole nother ordeal that I can tell you about offline. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but it, just like the rest of the season, it's not as uh, choreographed or perfect as you would expect. Yeah. I would expect it to be um, pretty clean, but it's no different than literally any other. Part that's of the season funny. That we already complained <laughs> about tonight, um, which I will say to uh i don't know the hope of you or whatever but like we we all wanted more out of that Mm. that was one of the big things that came out of our feedback was like we got contradictory advice compared to what happened Mm. and blah 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 and so all those things were fed up whether anything happens out of it uh, who knows right and it'll be never before Dude, I, I at see the end again, of the selection so.
0: board i wrote an essay like i wrote so much yeah. feedback on the thing and then they have this super strange system where you can't use punctuation or uh i think capital letters or something or it like errors what it the, was super weird so i like had to write it in a word file and keep cu- fixing it and copy and pasting it because it kept erroring and then i'd have to retype it so then i opened like it was it was ridiculous, but I, I, I submitted this huge feedback. What's stupid,
1: <laughs> what's frustrating about that as a oh side note God. is that that tells me that they don't really care. Yeah. They just have to care. Yeah, exactly. So they give you the mechanism, but they don't really I, Yeah, well I know. did it
0: just because it was cathartic at the end because I was so frustrated with a lot of the yes. stuff that happened. But but that just tells me they're not actually going to do anything. Yeah, with yeah it, no, not at all. Which is disappointing. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Um, Because... That goes back to the statement I've told you ages ago mm-hmm. that um, the the military makes you a liar. And yeah, probably if you're the one person that tells them that the system is broken and the other forty nine or however yeah. many people are there, all <laughs> say that it's great. Then that's funny. You might be the one person that's telling them the truth right. and what they need, but but you're, you must that be wrong that,
0: because data points, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I exactly. don't have any trend analysis you're the one to support this argument. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. You're the
1: one outlier. So that makes you wrong. Mm-hmm. And so your only answer, if you want to promote, if you want to get that star, if you're yeah. the captain, whatever, right? Like, is you have to shut up in color and do what everybody else is doing. Even if we all know in the room, unspoken, that they're all full of shit yeah. they're all lying. Yeah. <laughs> You have to do what they're doing yeah. because they could figure out how to make their blocks green. Yep. And even if you're totally right and you say that you can't do it, then you're wrong. They'll just find somebody else who can lie about it. Yeah. Somewhere I have that, that article favorited.
0: Why um, are you behind on maintenance? Cause I'm actually doing my maintenance. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. But you can't say yeah. that because
0: you're wrong. Right. Um,
1: but anyways, uh, so we were talking about our, our experiences, right? Cause we were there totally separate different weeks. And I was curious because I saw how little, um, there wasn't some IG that went out for our week mm-hmm. type deal. There was very little guidance and it was kind of contradictory, at least at first. And then it took us all some time to get into the rhythm yeah. of what was supposed to happen. Um, and so I was just curious as to what their experience was like because it was totally separate but the same. Yeah. Um, and so it was interesting, and it was it was awesome. Um, on a super selfish level, I'm really glad I went as a mentor instead of as a select. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going as a select, the dig it side of me would have really liked that because yeah. I would have been able to sleep on board. Yeah. Um, I've never slept on board a 225 year old warship. Um, it just, it would have been cool. Right. Right. But like legitimately the quality of life would have sucked for about a week. Right. Hmm. And, and I get it. And it's not a knock on literally anybody. It's just the way life. So did you you guys stay Um, in like a hotel or something? Yeah. Yeah. We were at a hotel like a quarter mile away. Um, so I got to go home to a hotel room, take my own hot shower, sleep in a bed, with real pros right. i wasn't sleeping on the deck yeah i wasn't on the orlop deck yeah. with a sleeping bag that i could stuff <laughs> in with one pillow yeah. like i'm a they look like know, they had a blast you,
0: though i seen their pictures i need yeah. i
1: need minimum like four pillows oh, when i God, sleep at yeah. night i'm like, so high
0: <laughs> maintenance now dude i have yeah i bought a new bed i have my CPAP machine that i like if i don't if i don't sleep <laughs> with it it like i can sleep i can get to sleep uh, easier and stuff, but I just get crappy sleep. And then, uh, I bought a new Gucci pillow recently not literally a Gucci, but just like a fancy one. Cause I yeah, was trying yeah. to fix neck pain. And then, um, I have another pillow that I usually I'll either put between my legs or kind of like on my side or whatever. Yeah. And then I have, I have to sleep with a weighted blanket now. Like it's like the new, I like, and a lot of times I fold it up and I yeah. put it across my stomach. Cause I get that anxiety, like fight or flight response a lot. Um, and so like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and it's like my heart's racing and I've got that feeling. So the weighted blanket helps a lot. Um, I'm not that broken. I'm super my high is. maintenance. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I use no, I have like I these definitely. supplements I got. I listen to Andrew Huberman. Uh, he has a podcast and that he's working with some company. And so you get these supplements that it's like, he doesn't believe melatonin is productive for sleep. And so he's got these, this supplement sure. stack or whatever that like is supposed to, it's all anti-anxiety and like sleep aid stuff. And so I started taking that too. And that's been helping. And so, yeah, I'm super high maintenance. I mean, oh, and I have to I put Tylenol melts like, in my mouth because of cancer. I put these little maybe melts thing to keep my throat from drying out while I sleep.
1: Maybe super it's like, <laughs> I know it's frowned upon, but I know I've heard people bring it up and it's kind of funny because it's the way the world nose. is now, right? No, I think that's the end of the list. Well, so I do have white, I noise. Do white noise. I do too. have a fan that's running yeah. constantly. And on cold nights, it's literally facing the wall behind us. It's not even blowing just for towards the noise. Us. It's just the sound. <laughs> yeah. Um but that's and I've lovely. tried telling her, like, hey, there's an app for that. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's not the same.
0: I like um, it. I like because you can do a bunch of different stuff. And I even did um I have like a man crush on the dude from Peaky Blinders now because I love the show, but he has a, they have these sleep stories on this app called calm yeah. that I, I use. And yep. uh, he yeah. reads a sleep story about riding a train through Ireland. And it's like the goat. It's the best one that they have. I love it. It's just him speaking all <laughs> so, Irish like, and like re and it's, but it's, this really like soft. I'm telling you a bedtime story thing. And I'm like, I think I yeah, got yeah. a crush on this
1: dude. <laughs> He's so, awesome. Well, so I laugh. Cause like, I get piss tested, yeah. but my wife doesn't, yeah. right? And so she has her gummies, yeah. that help her go to sleep, Dude, right? And then I tried, on like,
0: go ahead, I'll, on I'll, random I'll relay bad my days,
1: misadventures, on like random bad days, she's got like her little like vape pen yeah. when she needs it or whatever, right? On like days that are just a lot, yeah. And I was laughing at her yesterday, right? Because like, so last night I think we got an hour and a half of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, because our daughter was coughing every, I mapped it out at one point I sat into, I sat in the bathroom with her with this, like a steam shower. I had it as hot as it goes and I closed the door, tiny little sh- in yeah. a bathroom.
0: Just to make it like hot, yeah, like steam a vapor, yeah, yeah, dude. I get the, sup- supposedly health. Unfortunately, right? I even the, lost my sense of smell from cancer y shit. But I, uh, my wife bought me these like tablet things you put in the shower, and it's got like menthol and all this stuff, dude, and yeah, all these yeah, aromatics. Yeah. Like before, I, when my nose worked, they were fire, but yeah, now I, it doesn't really do the same thing anymore. So we tried all that
1: with her to get her to cu- stop coughing, yeah. Be- while I was in there, I pulled out like the stopwatch app on my phone oh. and across three minutes she averaged coughing once every nine seconds Damn. and that was with the steam shower and then she slept between me and my wife and that was the entire night uh, we just listened to her coughing once on worst. average once every 10 seconds <laughs>
0: that's terrible
1: and it was it was horrible like we did not sleep it was it was sober yeah. all day today. She took a nap at some point. Right. And like, and I feel bad because when people don't realize like the dumb stuff of the chief season, right. Is like, I'm trying to explain I've got this guy who's texting me. Who's like, Hey, I made this thing. What do you think about this? Yeah. And another guy's texting me something like my wife's sleeping and I'm trying to keep my kids quiet yeah. so that she can keep napping. And it's like, Uh, I said something and he was like, is this not a good time? And I was like, there's no such thing as a good time. dude."
0: There's literally,
1: (laughs) as you constantly make fun of me, there's literally no such thing as a good time in my life. So I will respond when I can. And it don't, do not take it as a slight on you, whatever. But anyways, my point was I was giving her a time because she had like her one hitter, little vape pen. And I was like, man, that's got to be so nice. So, and she was like, got, got she it. goes, she was, oh, it helps. She,
0: yeah, I was gonna say, what, what does she say? Because I had a, my misadventures, and we'll get to that. But yeah,
1: well, so she said that it helps for sure. The problem is that it usually just makes her sleepy.
0: Yeah, but it does because of the stuff
1: that she has, right? And I'm not a weed connoisseur. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about anything. Um, I'm the one super nerd from southern california who's literally never smoked yeah. never done any of that stuff i mean i s- smoked cigarettes for a long time but literally didn't start until uh i kind of did before the navy but realistically i didn't start until the navy yeah. and then same with everything right but um i was like yeah the problem is that like all i can do is drink but yeah if it's like nine 30 in the morning on a Monday holiday and I'm stressed out and I have a beer, like I'm an alcoholic, yeah. but you know, yeah. but for you, yeah. it's totally okay. Like I get why you need that. Yeah. And I wish that I could, well, but so, the only thing I can I know, do man. is like, go drink.
0: I was really counting on it uh, to help a lot with anxiety and sleep. And like, I haven't done a bunch. Like I smoked once and I took an edible technically twice with the first time I took half one. Cause I didn't know how crazy it would be. And right, it didn't do anything. Do. So the, but the, I smoked once and I like, I don't know, I was doing it wrong or something like, so like I, I, <laughs> it, I mean, I, I, I took a bunch of hits off of this. It's like a little tiny bong or whatever. So I took a bunch of hits off that and it, uh, It was fine. And then the last one, I think I like burnt it or it was like just it was done and I had to replace it. Yeah. And I took this hit that tasted like I like drank a thousand ashtrays and burned on the way down. And so I was coughing for like a week and like mucus and all this weird stuff. It was like my my virgin throat couldn't handle the smoke. (laughs) And then uh, the edible. So I took and I have to look at it and make sure maybe, cause I know there's different kinds and stuff. And like, I asked the lady a bunch of questions cause you can just go to a store here. Like it's legal. And right. uh, it, like I was asking the lady, like, Hey, so my it's, wife's happy. it's be- I know. Like, it's so weird. Like I felt, cause I was doubly weird for me because it's legal. So you can just go to a store, but also I was in the military until the day before. Right. And so like, right. I was like, they're going to call me in and piss test me, but they can't because I'm out. So, um, it was super weird, but I was talking to her about all like the different strains, what they do like. And so I just kind of bought a little bit of literally a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. And vaping's not really, isn't it wild having an expert on that? Like, do, yeah, just think about your
1: experience yeah. the first time to, to like your parents. Right. Yeah. Like it's weird. I don't, I don't know if they ever did or not. I'm sure they did because it's just, the I'm time. sure they did. I'm but sure I don't sure even know if at I've some ever point, They that. have. Right. But like at their point, they had to go talk to like one shady dude yeah, at the party, yeah. <laughs> you know. Where like you get to go to a yeah. store and you have like There's a like connoisseur a who's there. like, "Well, if you take this, this strain, one does this. this does. And they this got all and these this, fun names. But if you have this other strain,
0: yeah, they got all these fun names and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> so so smoking was fine. I it, it definitely I got I got high and was relaxed and stuff. But I was like laughing a lot and just be. It was kind of like being drunk without the. Um, hangover. Well, without the hangover and without like the equilibrium issue, like when you're actually drunk, oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. I didn't lose like that feeling, like the room spinning set and stuff. But yeah, yeah, and then same thing with the edible. I took, um, so I took, I think they're ten milligrams or something. So I cut it in half the first night. Didn't feel anything. So I think like two nights later, I took a whole one, and I remember, I mean, me and my, I was just sitting on the couch watching TV with my wife. She's like laying on me, falling asleep. And I got up to go to the bathroom, and while I was in the bathroom, I started feeling a little like, like, oh, I got up, I felt like a little lightheaded. I was like, ah, maybe it's finally hitting, you know. And then I went in the bathroom, yeah. and I started to feel like a little like, whoa, like shaky legs, almost like a little weird. And so, <laughs> but it was more like a lightheadedness kind of. Head high, kind of thing. Yeah. So then when I got done in the bathroom, I like had to lay down in bed and I couldn't get up after I was done. And then my <laughs> wife's like wondering where I'm at. So she comes in the bedroom and she goes, uh, Are you okay? And I was like, I'm high. Like I was like, I can't get out of bed. <laughs> and I was laughing like uncontrollably at nothing. But it's weird because like I'm, I was completely there still but I couldn't control that yeah. I was laughing at stupid things. And I was even telling my wife, yeah. I'm like, this isn't even funny, but I can't, I was like laughing to the point I couldn't breathe. And then um, it got to a point. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, maybe I need to take like three quarters. Cause I just really just want like the anxiety relief, which I guess you accomplish with the levity. Like, I mean, I was definitely, it was fun, but like I was, <laughs> I wasn't really trying to get that high. I'm just trying to achieve the, like yeah, anxiety yeah, yeah. relief and and sleep aid essentially. And it, I don't know if it did that for me so much because like it, I was so out of it that like, I didn't even put my CPAP machine on. I barely got the xylomelts in my mouth. So I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I think I just need to mess around with it some more and try to figure out what works best for me. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Uh, always fun to talk to Bob, who's Oddly enough, and and um, we're both kind of excited about it. He's got orders to come to a boat where I live, so we get to hang out in real life. So that's going to be cool. Um, we also hatched a plan where he's going to interview me for an episode soon, uh, where it'll be the first like video podcast that I post. I'm waiting on my new camera to show up. I had some technical stuff i had to like i was trying to do something with one camera and it didn't quite work out so i ordered a new 4k like uh webcam type deal and so um once that shows up we're gonna do that and that'll be the first one where uh my face will be on the youtube so that'll be fun um and then yeah i'm gonna be on a couple of other podcasts coming up so i'll share that on social media uh so that's cool um if you want to support us there's a donate button on the website at diguspodcast.com. Uh, if you want to support us on the for-profit side of the house, you can go to Don't Give Up the Ship Apparel. It's dgetsapparel.com. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, appreciate that. You can also follow us on all the platforms for all the things for podcasts. Review us on those. Share the content on social media. Follow us on uh, or subscribe on YouTube. Check out all the videos we got there. That's going to become a, a more active platform very soon. I'll probably do some exclusive like live stream stuff on there where I just kind of go live there and do like a QA and a or just talk about a thing or whatever, just to kind of drive the use of the YouTube channel. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot easier for people to kind of share content with other people. I think people engage with video a lot more. Um, So I'm excited for that. And then as always, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. You could Facebook message us. Don't give up the shit podcast or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit, or Discord, at Podcast. Uh, hit us up. Uh, always down for questions, comments, feedback, whatever, ideas. You want to be on the podcast, hit me up. I'm down to talk to anybody. Uh, and that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and don't give up the ship.